Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Let's go! Down at the Millennium Fandom Bar. <laughs> On Sahara? Or wherever Can't have at. a show without mentioning it once. <laughs> I didn't do it. Did he mention it last week? Wasn't yes. it done to you? Okay. Just I guarantee was, you. Was, on it a, was it a geek shock? He mentioned it. Okay. Listen, I guarantee you on what geeky things you do, Millennium Fandom's going to come up. Like some steampunk convention or where are they now, Captain Kirk bullshit. I don't know. Is that Something. true? <laughs> <laughs> where are so, they now, Captain Kirk So geek shock bingo. The free yeah, space, that's Andy. The free space now has to be Millennium Fandom Bar. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that's good. That's I like new. that. The ever-evolving... Bingo card. That is so our far, show. only two of us have been there, though. Is that true? Is yeah. it just me and Andy? That's I haven't been. been. No, I haven't been. Neither have I. Standards. Well, shit. Let's go. End the show. Let's go. It's Tuesday. What? Thank you. I did have somebody. Uh, <laughs> that happens too. Every time. <laughs> I did have somebody at work ask me if I'd been there, and I'm like, nope, because it's closed on my days off. Ah. Yeah, uh-huh. just, yeah. Stick it to the man. Burn. Wait, 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 wait. It's closed on Tuesday. Mondays yes. and Tuesdays. Don't you listen to Geek What Shock? kind of bar closes some days? The Millennium Fandom Bar. The one that's only what? run by one guy. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, come he on. Needs you're there. You're there. You, you work there, don't you? I you're there enough, I right? Should. No. You, you'd do well. You'd, you'd be the Harvey Wallbanger of mm. the Millennium Fandom Bar. You'd do what? You kidding me? <laughs> He'd owe them so much money in broke-ass bottles. Nobody's just take it out of his check. Here's your whoops. Here's your old fuck. Here's your old damn it. Here's that woogood. All right, we got a blowjob and a woogoo shit. Here's your oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> the look of fear when a six top comes in. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 337. I am Master Torgo. Your greasy fucking granny. He's <laughs> Jeff. Commander K. Fact checked Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk week and geek. Oh, gentlemen, good to see you all here. It's. Super brilliant. Hell of a week. Full house. Hell of a mm. week. Oh what my the goodness. hell? Uh, we are going to get into uh, spoilers this episode when yeah. we start talking about Civil War, so I just want to warn you up, up ahead. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I wasn't even to make <laughs> the look of struggle see, on your face. See, Paul is the Andy of dry goods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how civil the war was, but uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it just yet, but pretty soon we will. Damn it. Uh, I do want to remind everybody our live show will be happening at Paseo Verde Minicon at the Paseo Verde Library on May 28th. That's a week and a half Saturday Woo-hoo. from now. And so, hope to see you there. Yes. Gentlemen. Yes. What'd you do this week? I went to see Jonathan Colton. Jonathan Colton? Yeah. In California, because he doesn't I come did. here. He doesn't. Yeah, I saw him in, I saw him in LA at the uh, Largo at the Cornet. Ah. The same theater that has, um, uh, used to have um, Thrilling Adventure Hour and has um, Paul F. Tompkins stuff all the time. Ooh. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Uh, he was, uh, was, I've seen him a few times, but this is the first time I saw Paul and Storm, who 
I kind of, if you go on YouTube and look for him, you always see him playing with Paul and Storm, and I just hadn't seen that show before. And Paul and Storm are amazingly funny. Oh, uh, nice. They brought up a couple guest stars uh, for Paul and Storm. They brought up um, uh, da, 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 um, Mike Furman, who is, uh, does comedy music with um, Chris Hardwick in a band called Firm and Hard or Hard yeah, and Firm. Hard and Firm. Yeah. It's a good name. Um, and um, um, Kate Maguchi. Um, from uh, yes. Garfunkel and Oates yep. sang them, and she and she did a couple originals. She did a song about Mister Rogers that was incredibly cute and sweet, like she is. Um, and then when Jonathan Colton came up, uh, he had a bass player. It was um, um oh Amy Mann, yeah, what? Amy Mann played bass for him. What? Yeah, and she did a couple songs from her album that is not yet. Funny, right? Yeah. I love Amy Mann. Yep. And Jonathan Colton did a couple of songs from an album that's not out, and Paul and Storm did a song from an album that's not out. So Jonathan I've heard a lot of music I can't hear anyway again now for a while. Colton is commanding man. Oh, man. It was an amazing wow. show. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. The, zomb- the zombie uh, sing-along was great. and uh, All I Want to Do is Eat Your Brains, yeah, that song? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, just said he hit a, hit a few. It was a, it was a very sad set. He is like they, there was like a joke about the wheel of sadness because he was playing a lot of his uh, his uh, sweet but sad and funny songs. So that that was a lot of the set. But Paul and Storm brought in the funnies more than enough, so it was good. Okay. And I'm gonna see Paul and Storm again this summer because I'm going to Wootstock because the, the song I have not seen them do yet is a Captain's Wife Lament, which can run anywhere from uh, four to uh, forty minutes. Depending on how uh-huh. much patter they throw in between, and at the Woodstock ones, they they do forty minute ones sometimes. Oh, all right. Where's yeah. Woodstock happening? Woodstock is going to be at San Diego. It's the same weekend as the uh, convention. The Cotton Con. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Con. Yeah. What else would you do, guys? Well, the only thing that would fall under geeky category is I went and found a copy of The Killing Joke for twenty percent off. Nice. So I'm actually looking forward to actually reading that. I don't know how oh, you've never slipped. read it before. No, I haven't. So hmm. I'm excited over that. You should so. be. It's a good, good, good graphic novel. And that's all I did. That's a fine thing. Tell me what you think about the ending after it's done. Okay, we'll do. I'm a big Batman fan, so I can't believe I haven't read this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I guess I'm not a Batman. Well, fan. I, would, I would say absolutely not. You were well, not. Sometimes a Batman it's fan. there. You go. Boom. <laughs> it's just opportunity. Paul, no. mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> there was That's actually not true. Not true at all. there was actually the um, the Dark Knight and uh, Arkham Asylum and Killing Joke all came out within a few years. It was kind of an amazing bat confluence going on there. Sure, yeah. yeah the 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 Dark Knight is like really credited with changing Batman and going with the whole grim thing and everything. But I think what Andy just said that all of that coming out at that particular time in that particular and death in the family came around that time too right? mm, death in the family was mm, three or four years later but later okay yeah so i think all of that really that was the fallout from that shit yeah fallout how much darker can we get right well and ask the fans what they wanted they wanted <laughs> dark well <laughs> well they got with it with the snyder capullo run it's uh that's dark right good but though. uh we got news on that that broke tonight like, do you, you have Jason Capullo? Todd to die? Yes, kill him. What? Well, we'll get to that news. We'll get that. To do news. you have the Kevin Smith news? Oh, look yes. at it. Everyone, everyone news checking me. Yeah. This is good. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no, this He's is what news I'm, check Andy. This is not the format of the I'm show. I'm very guys. excited about this one. <laughs> well, what I love is, is you're the second person of this group to ask me. Do good. you have the Kevin Smith news? Good, good, good. Yes. Good. All right, good. Have the Kevin we'll get Smith to it. Uh, I, I went. Uh, I had a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful weekend. Stoker Con. 
yeah, was yeah. here in Las Vegas at the Flamingo. That is, if I'm unfamiliar, which you probably are, that is the Horror Writers Association Convention. That's a kind of a industry-only thing, but this year their dealer's room was open to the public. Mm. So it was a room full of new and old books and authors who write them. And so it was just signing. Did you flip fun. the hell out! Oh my God! I'm Meet still, some people. You I'm were like, still wow. on a high. I <laughs> I met Jeff Strand, which of course I've gone on and on about on this show. Mm-hmm. So yep. that was terrific. Did you give him a card? Uh, I, I did. Well, he know he he recognized me as one of his Twitter followers. <laughs> really? So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. That's funny. Yeah. The first signature was uh, Two Todd, aka Master Torgo. Wow. So, nice. That's great. Of the four books I had him sign, or was it five? Actually, <laughs> actually, if you look over the shelf behind Commander K, that's all the books, all twenty-one <laughs> books that I bought. <laughs> wow. At, at this, send a pic. Con. Put a pic of that in the. Uh, I he came okay. home. I was like, "So how was the con?" He goes back, grabs this giant stack. Of That's books. a haul, baby. So twenty-one books, all signed, all making me very, very happy. How much did that set you back? I'm not talking. <laughs> His wallet hates him right now. Oh, that was. I did not go back for a second day because I was at my limit. Like, I need right. to pay my rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's. I need to I, eat. I, I guess I have too many financial obligations right now to go to con for a second day. Hope that tastes good with mustard. <laughs> Uh, but two things I do want to bring up. First off, uh, the fellow that's the head of the Ho- Hollywood Horror Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought this up on the show uh, about six to eight months ago that this was being worked on. That's, that's the uh, museum that uh, has the board members of Clive Barker, John Carpenter, uh, Joe Dante, Mick Garris, who's behind a lot of Stephen King work, uh, and uh, people related to great... Uh, Horror actors like Victoria Price, uh, Sarah Karloff. Uh, these are all people on the board. Uh, I was talking to him, and it looks like L.A. is not going to happen as really? far as that museum goes. That is correct, Paul. They are aiming at opening it in Las Vegas. Nice. Not only the horror Hollywood Horror Museum, but the Hollywood Sci-Fi Museum as well. Oh, beautiful. Uh, they The... They have a recreation of the bridge, mm-hmm. Enterprise D, that they've had on tour. And pieces of that bridge were built from the Experience Bridge. Yeah. So, wow. So they've, they've cobbled that together from many pieces. I, I will make the prediction it'll end up on Dean Martin. But the idea right now is they are going to tour the exhibit through 2017. They want to have a permanent place open by 2018. That's the plan. Uh, but uh, when I was talking to him, the they are currently in talks with the Hard Rock Hotel to really have that horror museum there. Great! Oh, that would be amazing. They should chat up the guys who put together the uh, classic game convention. Ah, uh, yeah. Who finally got their museum opened up now? Yeah, that you would because they haven't been back. That'd be a good source. Yeah, should point them in the right. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're doing. Speaking of game convention, did you make it this weekend? Nope. Wow, we oh. didn't mention it on the show last week. That's mm-hmm. why Level Up Expo. Did that um, happen? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even yeah. know. I was yeah. Stoker conned out. I yeah, couldn't yeah. do it. I you couldn't were do it. Stoker con, so. No, uh, Anne got violently sick on Thursday oh, night. Oh, no. Oh, no. And um, so I had to take her into the uh, quick care on Friday morning and um, just basically nursed her then. And then I was stuck on the couch making sure I didn't catch whatever death bug <laughs> was going around there. And I just. I just wasn't feeling great i think if i'd pushed myself i would have got sick too and i still had to keep doing my shows and yeah i was just like no i'm not if i cannot do something i won't 
and I, it doesn't take much. Gotcha. So we almost <laughs> level up again this year. Well, yeah, and I'm bummed, too, because I really had planned on going. I went last year, enjoyed myself. Yeah, it's fun, but it's a cute little con. I just didn't, and I don't have anything that I need there. I'm waiting. That toy convention, I'm fucking there. Yep. Yeah, because that's my shit. <laughs> but this one, I'm like, eh, a bunch of free video games that I have emulators of. No, thank you. I don't want to smell a bunch of cosplayers right now. <laughs> I've got all the oh, anime sick. ever. Yeah. And it's a very anime-heavy con. It is, which is great. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I would have found some stuff to buy, but I just consoled myself on Amazon and bought some <laughs> shit. I went. You I ended up uh, home. finally on Sunday or Monday. Now I can't even remember when I got out. Sunday, I finally got out and about. I made it over to Ralph's for the first time in forever, uh, mm. and um, he still had some uh, free Comic Book Day books oh. out. Oh, so nice. I got my Bongo comic, which was great. Good. Ah. Uh, I just, I that, just want that's my, the one you want. I just want my Simpsons comic every year. So I've been getting that for however many years it's been going, um, and uh, just chatted to him for a little bit, talked a little Batman, Superman, all that kind of shit, and talked a little uh, Captain America. But I then went over, of course, to Toys R Us because that's what you do. Um, that's what you do, folks. Just across the street oh. now. They found, you know, all the new Ghostbusters stuff is out. Oh. oh. So um, I didn't buy any of it because they had the classic Ghostbusters. And they were really inexpensive. It was crazy. Like really? $12 for these 7-inch Gentle Giant sculpted Art Asylum Ghostbusters figures. Oh, Seriously? Nice. Yeah. They were repackaged. They didn't come with any bonus stuff per se. Like they came with a bunch of other stuff, but like I guess because now I'm in the process. I just got Winston online. And okay. He came in today, and he's got like a, a podium where Zool would stand and all that kind of shit. Ooh. And so these other ones that I bought were uh, uh, Egon and Peter, and they weren't packed with any kind of extra. <laughs> stuff so i guess there's just all these different weird levels of the figures i don't know but it's the same figures but they're gorgeous and they were 12 bucks a piece i, I was ready to throw down 25 bucks a piece for them i go up to the register and, and i'm i'm walking away with you know for 24 bucks for, <laughs> for the, some cash for the pair. I'm like, lunch. i'm like what the fuck and the guy was like these things are flying off the shelves i'm like i'll bet At that price <laughs> i'll fucking bet 12 yeah, bucks no, you didn't go back this, and get the rest of them i, I was gonna say well they, there was only the two. Oh, okay uh they had dana but I wasn't into Dana floating around in a. There is no skirt. Dana, only Zool. Exactly. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I grabbed those. The other figures look kind of cool. They didn't have the one Egon-looking girl, of course. She's being sold. She's going sold out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking for her. She's the going Janine? for yeah. No, or the new ones. The new ones. Oh, okay. You, you picked yeah. up who did you pick yeah, up? I'll, I'll bet she's and, the big seller. I just picked up Peter and Egon. And, P- and does Peter come with a Thorazine? Uh, no. No. Oh, okay. But they, they are amazing figures, and so I was really happy with that. And then, I like I said, since I didn't get out to the con, I went ahead on my Amazon and just clicked a few things. Went, okay, I would have spent at least this. <laughs> at I least. would have spent. This is what I would have spent. Easily. You know, there was some video. You mentioned the Thorazine. There was some video on YouTube where somebody was critically breaking down elements of the, the original Ghostbusters and they who they, brings they brought up, scene on a date yeah they brought that it was like <laughs> what was he planning on doing on the date he had, he had, a, he had a, a vial of Thorazine that he just happened to have ready to inject that's why that Dana. first movie works and the second one doesn't the first one is creepo <laughs> second one is dumb so important question Paul uh huh how was Deadpool it's great 
Yeah. 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 You finally All saw right. it. Yep. Yes, it is. It's I bought awesome. Deadpool. Uh-huh. Watch Deadpool. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Um, yeah, I loved it. Um, I had to watch it in a couple of increments because I was in the middle of taking care of Anne and falling asleep late at night mm-hmm. and all this weird stuff. And But it's awesome. And uh, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Ryan Reynolds owned the shit out of that. He sure did. I mean, he just made that character his own. He really just the the work he put into becoming that character was really pleased. And you, you know, didn't mind the fourth wall breaks? Not at all, because um, you said that that was one of your complaints about the comic is the you thing, hate the the fourth wall break because it's Spider Man's bit. That's the thing. It's just, but he did fine. And Spider Man's been so garbage up until now. Uh, they're fixing it, thankfully. That news. Well, we'll talk about that later. Especially the fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. That uh, was funny. I mean, it's, it's like all sixteen wall break. It was. <laughs> it was all good. <laughs> it really does it double or is it exponential? <laughs> Deadpool was quite good. Quite good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, really excited to see what he does next, and just glad that a good solid film. Like in the beginning, I loved like the credit sequence. Of course, yes. everybody. Right. Yeah. What I loved was that it was like written by da da da, and it said Some the, the no, it said the, the real, real heroes, heroes here. Heroes, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fucking a. I mean, yeah. that's just great. They just they knew what they were doing, and that's exactly it. That's that's the difference. That's the difference between a, a comic book movie that works and one that doesn't. Do you respect the material? Do you respect where it came from, uh-huh. or are you trying to sell toys and? codify to some fucking demographic that doesn't exist it's funny you mentioned that part because ryan reynolds even reiterated about how the writers were the reason the movie worked especially like there was like an 11th hour thing where they had to go rewrite yeah. several scenes because they couldn't get licensing for mm-hmm. specific elements I, I forget which he, he goes to into detail on this this interview but he says and these guys worked it out so that it still <laughs> seems seamless when you watch the film, that you had no idea that these scenes that we had, you know, you know, down to the, the storyboards and everything, we were ready to go and we had to nix them out and they were able to rewrite so that we were able to so go forward. So constructed film. Yeah. You know, and and I'm thinking it's touching. All the characters are correct, like Colossus. I was exactly, yeah. that's Colossus. exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. I was thinking the, the Colossus is, is just... That's Colossus. Really yes. makes it. Yeah. You read CG the books. Yeah. You read the team. books, you're like, that's what he's like. <laughs> He's a he's a total uh, yeah. boy scout. scout. Boy scout. What's the, I was looking for the female version of that. Girl scout. Girl nah, scout. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. He's a bit he's Pollyanna. A, he's is a what brownie. I was going to say. He's a bit Pollyanna. Yes. He's got a, a bit of naivete and and gives those heartfelt speeches and really fun. But um, yeah, it's great. So yay, Deadpool. Um, I saw also on Netflix. There is a movie out there, a documentary called Enter the Battlefield, which is uh, narrated by uh, Wesley. Um, what's his nuts? Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> so Will Wheaton uh, narrates this. It's all about magic championships. Oh, okay. Fun. Oh, nice. It's really good. It's very well done. Check what's it, it out. What's it called? Enter, Enter the-, the Battlefield. Oh, yep. <laughs> it's a new documentary on uh, on there, and it's it's great. Yeah, if you're not it, listening to the show and taking notes. You're doing it wrong. So Seven Land <laughs> Hand, if you're listening out there, uh, I'm sure you've already seen this. You probably own the DVD, but there you go. It's a great one, and I'm sure you know these guys. But you get to know like a couple of the champions, and they follow their journey through like about three years of their lives, and it's it's they really put some work into it. Oh, I look forward to it. It's good. You'll like it. You'll like it. Uh, it they make it they make it a lot more about the people than the game, which is great. Um, 
and it just shows you how the community builds around it. And yeah, it's pretty fun, pretty fun. So that was great. Uh, a big win on that. I'm catching up with some more Daredevil. Loving that. Um, shit. Yeah, and then Civil War, of course, I saw as well. And my foot is still healing, and I'm still fifty shading and all that shit. Hell of a weekend for you. Oh, it's no. been a couple of big weeks, and that's why. I had to skip out on Level Up Expo. Yep, sure. And I'm kind of bummed, but not too bummed. Well, you justified your Amazon spending, don't worry. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I, I, in, that, in that Amazon deal, I went ahead and splurged, and I got the Toxic Avenger Mega Pack. So it's all seven films plus the cartoon series all in one. God, I forgot about that cartoon series. That wouldn't have series. been available there, so good call. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. I mean, that was it. That was, uh, I, I never got... saw the cartoon series. I remember it was like on oh. Fox. Oh, oh. Was it... Was it Good. Oh, it's awful. No, it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, it's terrible, terrible, terrible. But it's funny. I mean, in its terribleness, sort of, you know. Okay. I don't know. Can you, right. Can you appreciate the Toxic Avenger? There's your cartoon. <laughs> okay. The cartoon's not as good. Not as good. It's just something about those fucking effects, man. I love it. That garbage. That's so good. That's the joy of trauma. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. Fuck. What? Fuck. What? Fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> I went on Somebody a bit. Stuck in with well, the library people. Fork. I went on another uh, bender oh, a couple weeks ago all right see when you when i miss a week it yeah feels like we, we gotta catch you up. forever i was determined to get brain dead oh you're dead you're alive there. dead huh? alive they're well past there yeah cute dead alive <laughs> the uh the peter jackson right. classic cult right. horror film you guys remember the, this the one? ultimate oh, yeah. gross out horror film exactly Exactly. The ultimate gore fest. You needed a copy of that? I needed a copy of yeah, it because you, you, you wouldn't realize how hard it is to come by a proper copy of this. Okay, because yes. I have a copy of it. I, what that would have given to you? Is it the actual copy or is it the edited copy? I don't know. Okay. Explain the details. What's the running time? I don't know. It's probably around 80-something minutes. If it's 97 minutes, you've got the unedited version. And I have been jonesing for the unedited version, which I saw as a young man. Because I bought the VHS copy and was livid that it had excised so much of the really creepy shit. Mm-hmm. I ordered this on eBay from Bing Dong Day, somewhere in Mogapong <laughs> Tante, and it, it came in, no Please. frills, so, you know, some bunch of subtitle shit, I don't give a fuck, threw it in, I was watching that shit, oh my god, it's so good, so good. That, of course, also triggered me to buy a copy of Meet the Feebles. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to get all my Peter Jacksons in a row, which if you haven't seen Meet the Feebles or Brain Dead, Dead Alive, holy shit, they're both. If you're not familiar with Meet the Feebles, it's a movie of Dirty Muppets. Yeah, it's mm. the Muppets. It's it's Avenue Q further and earlier. Filthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Filthier and way ahead of it. So good. Fucking all that stuff. So anyway, I'm, I was just... I was blown away by how much I still loved uh, Brain Dead. That is a movie made with passion and love, and it and a lot of camera syrup gore. Yeah, yes. I was like, oh, ooh, oh yeah. It that, still that, hits you yeah. viscerally because oh, yeah. it's that's one of the few movies that actually made me feel a little ill in a great way. Right. The, wow. The age of CGI has eliminated that feeling. Everything is real. The viscera and the goo and the just, it's just, when you dip a human being in that shit, the way they react (laughs) is so different to going, oh, green screen. Right. Wow. Well, that's the, the, uh, the chest bursting scene in uh, Alien. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't tell him. They didn't tell him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's like, and that's like awful. 
That's that's like real actual animal gunk and stinky gunk. nasty. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> they know what they're doing. Uh, then finally, I just saw on e- on Amazon today, they are re-releasing the real Ghostbusters animated, oh. which are very hard to find and very expensive right now. Yeah. Huh. The, the seasons are going for fourteen bucks a pop. Whoa! So jump on it soon. It's not coming out till July. But those are going to go fast again. Uh, do they, they, they that, don't have a compilation. Com- yeah, they had that complete box set. That's it's about one hundred and five bucks. Yeah, it's the, how many has the Fire Station recreation? Five. Okay. And I think the fifth one is Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. Technically. Oh God, mm. I remember that. And they did that too. All right. And so they changed the title sequence. But still, even five at fifteen bucks a pop is going to save you a buttload over the hundred dollar uh, bandwagon. I have the first season in a steel case from way back, but uh, yeah, I'm going to get the rest of them. It's good shit. Is there a, you don't get the firehouse, but I'm going to save and buy that $300 Lego firehouse one of these days when I have Ooh. money to burn. Is it? The, oh yeah. Cause yeah, so, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> the three hundred dollars is the line. The three hundred dollars for our house is the line where you he will not pass. Spent that at some coin. Yeah, he would well, three hundred. He's got hundreds of thousands of dollars of He-Man figures, but he won't spend three hundred dollars oh, on hundreds a... of thousands, <laughs> tens of thousands. No, not you have a car's worth. No. Yes. Well, let's let's think about it. It's 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 running me a that that so series. It depends so on the car. That yeah, series runs me about <laughs> yeah. metro. About I'll be generous. And on the, on the side of expense, I'll say it's about a $1,200 investment a year, and I've been making that investment for eight years consistently. That's so. a car. That's that's a $9,000 shit kicker. Wow. That's, well, a, that's your car. Well, that's yeah, car. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. I, I, am, I am pleased with not having that in my car, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'd rather have the figures in a car, honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I love them. Love the Masters figures, and they're still they're still cranking them out, man. Mm-hmm. Ma- uh, next, what two months, and Look I get my done. first oh. <laughs> two months, and I get my first uh, Thundercats. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's oh, right. Thundercats! You'll be wishing for He-Man once that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who the fuck even knows what Mattel's doing, man? They're dropping the ball. So back to the Ghostbusters. Do they yes. have the uh, Forrest Tucker version? Is that available anywhere? The what now? The old school? Yeah, yeah, the one before the movie. The live oh, action? Are you yeah. talking? Oh, uh, never mind. Because you you saw the cartoon too, right? The, I knew the cartoon. The cartoon I didn't watch the cartoon much, yeah, but I I, I was the... a big fan of the uh, the yeah. live action one when I was a kid. And when the movie was coming out, I was like, "Oh, good, they're making that in a movie." I was like, "Oh, well, I remember." This? Where's Filmations. the monkey? Yeah, where's the monkey? Where's <laughs> yeah. Kong? Filmation's the Ghostbusters. Oh, actually, that's Tracy. Excuse me. Fooled me Tracy. more than a few yeah. times when I went to visit the grandparents because mm. schedules were different up in Kansas City than in Wichita and I would see oh Ghostbusters is on thinking it was the real Ghostbusters cartoon and no it was let's filmation. go Ghostbusters <laughs> yes let's go. That one. let's go let's go this blows it's awful this blows must, this blows this that blows. must be the animated one right yeah, yeah. so yeah. shit the one, not, the one I know is we're Ghostbusters Spencer and Tracy and Kong yeah <clears throat> yeah they have beautiful it's out you can buy that very cheaply yeah I bet <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. I'm They're not. I'm not denying it was. They'll dumb. actually pay you to take it from them. <laughs> yep. But I was a big fan of F Troop, so that's like a good oh, chunk dude, of F Troop yeah, right there. It's, it's F Troop with ghosts. Yep. <clears throat> and less racism, <laughs> but not much. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> well, you know, if you want to stand for as sure rights. as a straight white male can be. Oh, I beat uh, Transformers. Uh, 
Devastation. Oh, did okay. you? I'm still only like three quarters of the way through. You just got to hit that rhythm and it just I, starts. Yeah. No, it, really, yeah. it really gets fast in the end. There was there's one. A, there, I know exactly where you're at. Oh. And it, there's a couple of levels where you're like, today, Junior. But then once you hit the thing, like the last four levels just cook. I almost gave up on that because there was one uh, level where you face Devastator, and if you die, it takes you all the way back mm-hmm. to like this before the, you know, they didn't have like a midway save spot, and it drove me absolutely before crazy. Cybertron was even a world. Wow, long ago. That's good. When Bumblebee sucked my dick. <laughs> Bumblebee, suck my dick. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still so inside the uh, the ship. Uh, so Prime, I'm tired of your <laughs> bullshit. I see you forcing Bumblebee to suck your dick. It's disgusting. I may be evil, but I'm no autophile. <laughs> you know, something about that, something we, in the middle of all that, the idea of you doing a Mumra TED Talk hit me. <laughs> just now yeah in the middle of that all right well next one will be mumra's ted talk all right <laughs> mumra's ted talk coming up he'll discuss the advantages of having a pool of ultimate evil <laughs> absolutely I would, I would go for that one what else you do this week gentlemen anything anything what about you Kay? i'll uh, have something big for next week's show oh that's what she said god damn it. oh <laughs> see it's not just me <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Well, before uh, we move on, all right. I was gonna say I was gonna drop a hint, but uh, I guess uh, you oh, know, don't hint. Don't just don't hint. Just, just save it. All right. Yeah. Uh, that oh yeah. that that is my that is my scar from my elbow surgery. Is it for real? No, no he's doing <clears throat> Toro. I was doing my act my medical acting thing today. Acting. Uh, and today I had Thank my uh, elbow surgery, and it was shower day. It's his favorite thing. <clears throat> So you got to shower with some of the yeah uh, the occupational uh, therapy <laughs> students had to shower me. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be clean. Gotta be you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's so humiliating. The 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 opportunity for sexy time thinking just doesn't come into play. <laughs> the listeners do want to know how far do you strip down for shower time? All of it. Swim trunks. Damn it. Okay. All right. Wow, you got awfully excited there, Andy. No, I just, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, listeners, the listeners. I understand all, the listeners. All, what do you got there? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's the listeners that want to yeah. know. Really? But really honestly, it is. honestly, I didn't know. Part of it is you stay in those wet swim trunks for a couple hours at a time. And uh, I'm a sock for rash. It gets mm. it gets a little chilly after a while. So. Oh, that's what we're blaming on chili. Okay. I was in the pool. Chili. There was, was in the pool. Do you ever go? Baby made boom boom. <laughs> Baby needs washies. No, that, that's 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 Alzheimer's. I don't. I don't. Simpsons episode. I don't. <laughs> when when hmm. Burns made Homer the prank monkey. <laughs> And he made him do that on the woman's bathroom floor, and the lady almost passed out. She's all, oh. He laid down on the ground. He goes, oh, baby went boom, boom. And the lady goes, oh. <laughs> and then Burns throws him a water cash. <laughs> that sound you heard was How the microphone cash? being punched in the Paul's thigh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, before we continue on, I was so excited at StokerCon that I wanted to Were bring home at StokerCon. Yes, I was. Thank you. That I wanted to bring a little bit of it home to you listeners. So, the uh, Seventh Star Press, which is a small press horror and fantasy company, uh, released a book at StokerCon called "Gray Widow's Walk" by Dan Jolly. Uh, Dan Jolly is. Uh, has written some books before, but he's also written video games. He was the co-writer for Dying Light and did the stories for the last two Transformers games before the Devastator one. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, good. Uh, this is his first superhero novel with horror slights to it. I'll just read one small part of it. Uh, Joey Sinclair's ability to teleport has always been a mystery to her. She tried for years to ignore it, but when the tragedy shatters her life, Janie's anger consumes her. She hones her fighting skills, steals a prototype suit of military body armor, and takes to the streets of Atlanta, venting her rage as the masked vigilante dubbed the Grey Widow by the press. But Janie's power and her willingness to use it plunges her into a conflict of a much grander scale than she had anticipated as she encounters Simon Grove, a bloodthirsty runaway with a shape-shifting ability gone wrong. And I'm giving away a copy of Dan Jolly's Grey Widow's Walk to, uh, well, somebody who wants it. It is autographed by the author. Mm. And again, it was released uh, to celebrate StokerCon. So if you want it, I'm going to uh, throw this contest out there for two weeks to give people time to listen to the show. So in two weeks, just uh, email me, comments at uglycouchshow.com. In the subject, put Grey Widow's Walk. And then I will randomly select one of those to get the book. I'll ship it to you, and you will have uh, a StokerCon book. Wow. So, so I'll get we'll to put I'll all your names in a hat and then draw. Yeah, pretty much. Generous. So, so, yeah, email me and get a book. Cool. Anything else, gentlemen, before we begin? Hit it. All right. Let's, uh, let's do an email real quick. This is from Cthulhu Collector asks a question. Okay. Which are each of your three favorite films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and what is your character oh, in the MCU? If he gives his example. Mine are in order, Guardians of the Galaxy, Ant-Man, and Winter Soldier. My favorite character from all of them is Wanda. What's yours? Hmm. I believe I already answered this was oh, it two yeah. weeks ago. I think we did top five or whatever. But I think it was last week, actually. It might have been last yeah. week, because Paul wasn't here to monk with it. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Well, my actually is, got uh, through. It goes first Winter Soldier, second Iron Man, the original Iron Man, Iron Man one, and then Avengers. And my favorite character through them all would be, if they're not really through them all, two would be Captain America. All right. He's not in the first Iron Man, so. Hmm. Anything else? What's ready to go? Mm. Or are you still thinking? Still thinking. Uh, shooting from the hip, I would say um, Iron Man. Um, uh, Winter Soldier and um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. And um, probably um, um, his name went right in my head. The Guardian of the Galaxy guy, the Chris Pat guy. Um, Chris- Star Lord. Star Lord. Oh, thank you. Quill. Yeah. I'd say mm. uh, mine. I would go with uh, number one, Winter Soldier. That's so damn hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it really is. The first Avengers. Mm-hmm. And the uh, second real Avengers movie, which is called Civil War, so that's probably yeah. my third. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's I, tough because it's some. I mean, there are a lot of really good movies in that. It is. It is. My first favorite is Winter Soldier. My second favorite 
is um, Iron Man 3. And my third favorite is uh, Thor, the first one. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Not many people are willing to go there. Yeah. I love Thor. It's true. I really like that first Thor. I love that. Because it's it's P Man, he lives uh, on he, he lives on Eternia. Like if they can if they can do that, they can do Eternia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will they? Probably not. So no. and I mean, Thor is He Man. So that's as close <laughs> as I'm going to get to a really good master. Um, maybe He Man is, is Thor. Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Haters. No, you're probably right. Uh, I would agree. Thor's in my top five, but not my top three. I don't know Ooh, who like my. I don't know. I guess maybe. Uh, I don't know who my character would be. New Spidey is great. Yeah. I love New Spidey. Yep. I'll just Garbage say New CGI. Spidey. Okay. Because Spidey's my favorite Marvel guy of all time. But he wasn't completely he just hasn't, CG. He's been so shit for the last eight to ten years. Like ever since Brand New Day, I haven't given the first fuck. God damn it! And I saw Brand New Day in a <laughs> compilation the other day. I was like. What they wow. did like a, like a like a like a high end collector? Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> Dan Slot. Someone needs to sit you the fuck down <laughs> and tell you what you fucking did and how you don't deserve to even look at Spider Man anymore. Asshole. <laughs> Jeff. Um. Gotta say, I gotta go with the ones that surprised me the most. So I would have to say, first of not in, not any particular order. Oh. Uh, first Avengers film, because it it really felt like they had completely built that universe, and that everybody that was in it had something important and meaningful to do. So it wasn't just a oh here's that character, but he's off in the background doing what the fuck. I uh, into <laughs> you did <laughs> okay. What's your second one? Uh, second one definitely has to be uh, Winter Soldier because that took that universe they had built through the Avengers and up to that film and completely turned it on its head. And it was such a surprise that I I literally was amazed that I didn't have it spoiled for me going into the theater. And I was just so surprised. And so, yeah. Uh, sure. What's, um, your, what's your third? My third? I really, it, it, you know... It, a lot of people disagree. I know Paul does agree with me, though. I really, really liked Iron Man 3 because that was, you know, Tony Stark dealing with the shit that happened to him in New York. And he's not a soldier like some of the others, so it's not. it was completely new to him. And so he was going through some it's PTSD. Also the Extremist and, uh, yeah. book, which is the, yeah. one of the best Iron Man stories ever. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you weren't and, surprised by Guardians because that like, came out of left field. Well, I, I, if I had to name three, so oh, okay. uh, yeah, I, go. if it was four, I would have definitely said Guardians too because yeah. I've watched the hell out of Guardians Same too. Here. All right, uh, who's your character? My Jeff? character, I, I got to go with Iron Man because you know RDJ is so <laughs> difficult to overshadow in those films. <laughs> he owns those. He, he owns really does own that character, and uh, plus. You know, I mean, and they've all done some amazing work outside of the films, the, the actors. But there's just one that sticks with me is where uh, Robert Downey Jr. went and presented this uh, kid that had uh, an amputation done. He presented him with oh, a yeah. 3D yeah, printed yeah, yeah. Uh, limb replacement. But he he was he was himself, but he was also kind of doing Tony Stark too. And the kid was just in tears and just eating it up, and it was pretty awesome to watch. So. 
that's that's yeah, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'll say that Avengers is my first favorite. Um, I really can't choose any other, you know, because okay. I think Winter Soldier is is the finest crafted Marvel movie. I really do think that that just hit it all. Mm-hmm. And um, but I I loved Guardians. Guardians mm-hmm. was fucking fun, and the cosmicness of it, that and Thor, you know, those two elements there are just yeah, yeah you Good know, man. they're just great. <laughs> and then. Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. just setting up the whole. He really, I mean, him and Favreau. I mean, Feige, I know, is the the brainchild, the man behind it. But Favreau and Downey, I think, really just they was, those were the crafts. They were the ones who set it up mm-hmm. and just got the Marvel Universe coasting. So I know you're they, a big they set the mood. So what about yeah, you know? So what about Avengers too? Because I know you're a big Vision fan. Oh yeah, I am. So. See, that's my thing because I can't even pick a character because. Um, Wouldn't be Vision. Uh, well, yeah, not in those three that you just Vision mentioned. from yeah. Vision from uh, from the movies. It, there's just not enough of them. So I like where they're going with the Scar uh, Scarlet Witch, and I'm interested to see if the Russo brothers are going to do anything in particular with her in Infinity War, because I I do like what they're doing there. And um, I think. Actually, do you think? I wonder if they'll just do a House of M without ever being M's before. <laughs> and it just, they wow. could, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they might as well have. I mean, that that's Although what Wanda's known for. I get so, I get so jittery when I think about the possibility you, of the X Men coming into that universe. Eh. Got to be fun. I get jittery. It'll be. It'll it'll just be, be so fun. I'm not jittery. I just, right. just excited. Right. But. As but long yeah, as the people, X-Men movies make money, they're not, it's not going to happen. People don't know. Maybe they... I mean, some people know, but I mean, Wanda is the most powerful person in the entire Marvel Universe. Period. Is she more powerful than Strange? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just curious because yeah. that, that was... On a side note, I was going to say, seeing that trailer before Civil War for Doctor Strange, mm. I am so psyched about that film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it looks cool. really, really good. Wanda, like she's even more powerful than any of the cosmic forces because she manipulates the cosmic forces. Mm-hmm. Is she more powerful than Squirrel Girl? No, oh. no, thinks more powerful. God, Andy, okay. your fetish over that buck tooth furry <laughs> tail. <laughs> I can't blame the man. Now you know why he goes to Millennium Fandom Bar all yeah, the time. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, if you wanna, you wanna score with Andy, get yourself a big bushy tail and some buck teeth, and you're. Well, it's just his nuts have been stored so long. <laughs> <laughs> in his cheeks. <laughs> he figures, this will work. This has got to work. Uh, one more email before we kick in. Uh, hello, gentlemen. Over the past few weeks, I have learned why it's important to listen to Master Torgo, okay? I learned it from two lessons. One, I played Firewatch over the weekend, and Torgo was utterly right about it. It was a very effective experience. It wasn't very long, and I don't think I'd call it a game. But as a work of interactive fiction, I feel it worked very well and that it was time well spent. I got it on sale. I'm waiting to play it. Mm, I it don't is have the time so, yet. So good. I'm looking forward to it. Two, I also tried reading The Magicians while watching the show and loved the show while getting less and less interested in the book. With the exception of how they depicted the Netherlands, the TV series changes from, from the book improved the story immeasurably. 
The book is populated by total assholes, no plot, and a meandering sense of ennui that wastes anything that might have been interesting. The TV series actually gives the story an entertaining thrill line, builds on the interesting ideas, fleshes out the people, and wonderfully doesn't take itself too seriously. If I can make a recommendation back to you, I'd say catch up on the new show, Limitless. Fun, funny show with an absurd premise and a distinct sense of whimsy about it. Anyway, thanks for Firewatch and be seeing you, Enigma Not. Cool. Limit, Limitless is actually really good. I do. I enjoyed that movie that it's based on. So I, I the can't Bradley see, Cooper one? Yeah, I can't okay. see why I wouldn't yeah. enjoy the TV show. Yeah, the TV show. Um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, the the guy the guy's name escapes me, but the character he plays is Brian and Finch, and he uh, Brian Brian he's a consultant a for the FBI, Brian. and he it takes the MZT. But it when you go into the plot. the Brian worlds, it's kind of bizarre, and he makes big elaborate like models and mosaics and stuff to explain to the the lay people what's going on in his mind because he's operating on such a high level. It's it's really creative, <laughs> really really fun to watch. Nice. Got some double entendre in there. <laughs> Not usually. News you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Oh, drum roll. He's opening up his 7 Eleven. Oh, oh, oh. Shall I? Cherry pie. Oh, 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 we've already got it open. I'm, I'm videotaping it. Well, this is, the per- Paul's mouth. this is the perfect segment. <laughs> off brand pie. Off brand pie. All right. We start off by saying it's already ahead of Hostess. Really? Because it feels like breaded something. Mm. <laughs> Not. <laughs> There it is. Feels there like we go. Brace yourself, folks. He's it's, chewing. It's yielding and soft like a Nerf ball. Is that like a Nerf, ball? Nerf is what I look for in my food. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking good. Yeah. yeah really? Way better than them hostess shits. Oh, good. All right. Head down to your local 7-Eleven, folks. There it is. Now News hostess. you don't give a shit about. Derek Connolly, the guy who co-wrote Jurassic World with director Colin Devereaux. A nemesis. Has been tapped to write Pacific Rim too. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, everyone! <laughs> that movie will implode <laughs> with, the, with the, all this awesomeness the, behind oh, it. Oh yeah! <laughs> the robots versus monster movie that will be helmed by Daredevil season one showrunner Stephen S. Knight. Uh, Del Toro will still be involved, but only as producer. Uh, Connolly's also worked on Jurassic World two. That's the writer. Co-wrote DreamWorks' upcoming sci-fi drama Intelligent Life, starring uh, Lupita Nyong'o, and also wrote Star Wars Episode Nine <laughs> with Colin Trevorrow. So the guy who wrote Jurassic World, writing Episode Nine. I have, I, I have less and less faith in the new Star Wars the more I watch Force Awakens. It's you I'm glad you brought you that up. You need to watch. One. I'm glad you brought that up. We watched a video last week that I discovered. I've, have you ever watched movies with Mikey? Uh, YouTube channel. I'm not. A guy who really does a good film dissemination. Really breaks it down. Yeah, great no, no, channel. Make him watch it before he leaves. He yeah. made a great 12-minute episode about the merits of A Force Awakens. And open my eyes to things I haven't thought about in that movie. Okay. And tackles criticisms yeah, I yeah, mean, directly. He, when he tackles criticisms, as you said, and he finds things in there that speak to a grander vision than I realized. Let's hope so. I hope so as well. Uh, so this week, after watching that, mm-hmm. uh, I had also finished one, the book that you gave us, the uh, Before the Awakening. Which was, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. 
I like Greg Rucka. Yes, Greg Rucka. Which it's, ones did you like? Uh, Poe was the best one, right? But I spoke to that on last week's well, podcast, oh, so I don't want to. Here, yeah, I don't want to read. And I don't listen to yeah. this fucking show. You're an asshole. We know. But, uh, I'll just give you the sum of version as a why, because that in two paragraphs told me more about the First Order with the New Republic and the Resistance and what that all means than the movie did. All right. Which is a little bit of a uh, right. fire the laser. Well, Destroy also the Republic. this week, right. there we go. I finished. Claudia Gray's Star Wars Bloodline, which is a Princess Leia novel that takes place six years before Force Awakens, where Leia is a senator of the New Republic. And that goes into a lot more of the birth of the New Order and how that's building up and how the New Republic is set up to fail. Sorry, thank you. The First Order, but the New Republic is failing on its own accord. It's a political intrigue novel. It's got a lot of adventure as well, but the political maneuvering in there is really, really good. So after reading the book you lent me, after reading Bloodline, after seeing those movies with Mikey, I watched The Force Awakens for the second time in my life. Only the second. Yeah. And with all that backstory that the novels have given me, and with this new eyes that have opened up the movies with Mikey, I like this movie a lot better. Okay. So I'm... I'm, of course, who knows where they'll go from here. I know they have that grand plan, but I'm hey man, now I mean, on board. I want Star Wars to be awesome. Of course. I want Batman Superman to be awesome. Sure, and we'll speak to that soon. Good. We'll speak to that very soon. There's some shit that went down on that. Yeah. I'm interested. News you don't give a shit about. A new attempt by Atari to deliver film adaptations of Missile Command. Oh, Lord. And Centipede (laughs) has been finalized in a sealed deal with Emmett Fluria Oasis Films, the production company responsible for nearly 70 films, including The Last Witch Hunter, End of Watch, and the 2008 remake of George Romero's Day of the Dead, which stunk monkey balls. Oh, well, uh, (laughs) what's the other one? What was that first one? Last Uh, Witch Hunter? Yeah, your Last Witch Hunter. Boog. Uh, Vinny, Vinny, uh, Vinny Mac there. Vin Diesel. Diesel. Vinny Mac. <laughs> that's a wrestling, know, that's a wrestling I know, thing. I know, I know. It's Vin Diesel. I know, but... I know you knew. He, he, he is Vinny Mac. He is the Vinny Mac of the cinematography world. Cinematography world? Missile Command. Missile Command and Centipede. Also, real quick. Oh, don't don't do it. Real quick, don't do it. It's only you and I that care. Oh no. Well, just just back me up. I mean, what? <laughs> back, back, back wrestling. Blah 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 blah. Wrestling. Something happened. Okay. The, the got company it. is imploding. Everybody's getting hurt. Oh, you mean this Emmett Everybody Furia Oasis films? Yes. It's they bought oh, these Atari it's very weird. Go oh ahead. my goodness. Did they buy Joust? Why don't they just do no, Human Joust Centipede? Is owned by somebody else. I know, right? Oh. Human Centipede. Human Centipede. <laughs> Then you get but, a prison. Well, and, oh, wait. well, let me ask you: Did Human Centipede get shot at the end? Then it's not. Yep, the, it did. Yeah, the, the doctor comes and goes. What have I done? This Human Centipede. It's too much. You're a monster. Bang. About did you shoot it in the middle? Then it split into two groups. And came yeah, if you shoot him? in the middle, yeah. it splits and then. Where did the mushrooms come from? Yeah, you haven't seen Human Centipede. You provide them yourselves to watch that movie. They grow in your butt. <laughs> around around where they sew the mouth to the butt, that's a that's a very dark, moist place. Ample spot for uh, <laughs> lots of grow. mushroom growth. A- a- anal yeah. toadstools. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anal toadstools. Here's a whole new definition to the truffle shuffle. 
God, I love that South Park episode oh. for Human Centipede. I eat the tr- <laughs> the, tr- the cuttlefish. <laughs> oh, so no. Don't do it. Oh, Hang on, Stan. I have faith in you. Oh. <laughs> so gross. It's the grossest thing. It's just the way that Stan twitches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then Carmen at the back. Yeah. Who wouldn't twitch? Can you imagine? <laughs> I can't imagine it without the thing that gets me is the sewing. The fact that you're sewed up on that butt. Yep. That's just the worst. <laughs> that's gotta be just no, the worst. At first you think that's the worst. Yeah. And then like, no, that's the worst. You definitely want to be the the, the first centipede. Like you want to be the front. the front of the centipede. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's the only one that's fine. Yeah. Unless you're the, that's fine. You're not, there's not, that's nothing to that. Unless sure. you're the front Except centipede. Except for the butt the, stitching. The view you're, never changes. Yeah, you know, you can get over that. But though. your life's not in or, danger. Yeah. And that's the other thing, though, too. Rip your lips off. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the, the real crux of that movie that falls apart. If you were forced... Really? Not the shitting into open wounds? Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> but you'd rip your lips off. Yeah. Your body would go, we're not doing this. We have to survive. We're ripping our lips off. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Your lips aren't that strong. Talk I guess it. it depends on the stitching. I can't believe I'm talking about it. Wait, didn't, yeah. didn't he like, on the talk stitch? about a no, nerd no, conversation? Stitch, like, the, the jawline, like the, the actual, not just the lips. I thought it was a... Yeah, did he like inserted like a piping, some kind of? Season. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm Barry's pretty the, sure Barry's I'm pretty the only sure, one that's yeah. seen the movie, so uh, that's all the first. So centipede movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I think centipede. we talked enough yeah, about guys, human centipede. Human centipede, everybody. Move. Yay! Hey, <laughs> news you don't give make? a shit about. How many did they make? Three. Three. Second one is a three uh, too many prison. They, they do like three hundred inmates. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? How else are you gonna make more of that movie? Exactly, <laughs> three hundred inmates. Now inmates. that was, like the, third the, third right, oh. that was the third the one. Right, that was the third one. Second one was the the copycat. It was literally a meta commentary on the first one, wasn't it? I think so. I yeah, didn't it was, watch it. It was like, oh, I think I'm gonna do what that did. Wait, that, that movie was that cool. wasn't a joke. <laughs> the third one really was three hundred prisoners. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And actually, it was the fourth a one will be a whole country. It I don't like know. A, it was like a, a, a worm Ouroboros that it just was a circle. Oh, it came back on itself. Yeah. Wasn't but, it? Something like but that. But then how yeah. do you get, where's you, the entrance chamber? I don't. <laughs> Boy, you could just see Paul, Paul standing there with this circle of 300 prisoners going, where's the entrance where, chamber? Where do I start Who this? do I give this Chipotle burrito to? I want to start the chain of events. Who do I fuck you? I hate to... The ear? Is that what I'm doing? I'd be the voice of reason, ball. but they didn't cleanse them beforehand, so we there was something to poop. 300 dudes over here. You're telling me not one of them got a free mouth hole. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I could be wrong. Well, how would... I mean, they die. They'd all just die. Well, they'd well all be... yeah, as opposed to all the other versions. <laughs> uh, they'd all yeah. be recirculating human the poop they had five, in themselves when they started. goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> National Lampoon's a centipede adventure. Uh. Air centipede. Air centipede. <laughs> Starting it forward. 18 feet long. Human centipede. 
How the fuck did it end up back on that shit? Andy, did you do that? And then the last one, all the human centipedes come together to form the Avengers centipede, and it's all this year. The NBA draft just got Daffy. News you don't give a shit about. Just run, run, take it away. After sitting out the fourth, stuck in my teeth. of course you did because of that jerky. goddamn jerky. Is that is that is the thing that always happens with that jerky. Ah. My my teeth have a full <laughs> jerky when I'm done. Ah. Yeah, you really have to floss after jerky. Uh huh. After sitting out the fourth movie, Josh Duhamel is returning to reprise his role as Lieutenant Colonel Lennox in the newly titled Transformers: The Last Night. Yeah, moving on. That's all I have. He's Good. like, that's it. It's Transformers. Here, the last night. <laughs> I love that the human characters matter. Fuck all in the goddamn city. Like, there are two human, three. Fucking Spike, Sparkplug, Daniel. That's it. The rest of them can eat shit. What was what was uh, the the wife's name? Uh, Matter, incubator. <laughs> no, but she was in the she was in the cartoon series, and then in the Dan- movie they were. Yeah. Daniel or uh, Spike and her got together right. and had Daniel. Right. I can't remember her name. Well, that's why I'm asking because I can't think of her name either. Well, you have who you have a connection to all the information <laughs> ever. <laughs> <laughs> and while everyone is so wrapped in attention to find the answer I'm to that, I'm listening. No, you don't give a shit about. I think her name was. Carly. Her name's Carly. I think you might Fiorina. Be right. Absolutely. I know I'm right. Yeah, Carly Feeler Fiorina. <laughs> no, just don't give a shit about it. We talked a short while ago about the Tetris movie being made. Mm-hmm. So stupid. Here's dun, some dun, here's dun, some more dun, info. Dun, dun, oh good. Dun, 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 the film is budgeted for eighty million dollars. What? <laughs> and there are plans for a trilogy. Because Pixel did so well, and so did... What was the other one? Battleship. The Fuck, film yeah. is set to feature a Chinese ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. And we'll I, need f- <laughs> <laughs> I need an L block. I need L block. Why don't this just always be the long blocks? <laughs> oh my God, the racism is spreading. Why don't it just always be the wrong blocks? <laughs> the if racism it, has gone if viral. If it's all just the wrong blocks, it'd be real easy. Just make it too hard. I want to pray, but I want to pray with only wrong blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Brocks Ron Brocks Henri de Ron Brocks Come I down I apologize to all our we listeners got the yeah, We got We got the S International got the incident S. The film will be filmed At various locations Around the world In what is billed as a Quote Sci-fi thriller Unquote Oh it's thrilling Look at that square That might fall down It did Freering. I'm thrilled. I have mm-hmm. a freer in my heart from the Tetris. <laughs> Do you know what already piece of card? What's that? Tetrinos. Great. Tetrinos. Do you know why they call Tetris? Tetraminos. You talking some Dorito <laughs> shit? <laughs> Do you know why they're all called Tetrinos? Why? Let's ask Teenage Jokeru. 
Teenage Joker. I'm going to star in a new movie, Tetris. I want to pray, but only with the wrong brats. Did you see the, uh, the thing? The car Tetrino. Because every time. Every one of the pieces is a composed of four pieces. Every one is made up of four pieces. Yes, yes, indeed. That is the secret. Teenage Jukuru versus the Tetrus. <laughs> Let's fight, Tetrus. You have a courage in your brain to fight Teenage Jukuru? Oh, I don't think so. I already killed Japanese vitamin. <laughs> Did you? Uh... It was no challenge to Teenage Jukuru. <laughs> Weekend Geek! Thank God. Teenage Jokeru was not on the list yet. Now it's on. Oh, good! Well, Sodpen didn't forget because he did a little Ugly Couch Show awareness. Yeah, big shout out to Sodpen and his Ugly Couch Show awareness memes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they're the fucking best. I can't yes. find like half of the ones he did now because it's only doing like the most recent ones. Oh, so goddamn good. Needs to make a gallery of them. <laughs> so here My it is. Hurts. This is the big DC Comics news All from right. Hollywood Reporter. Warner Brothers is making changes to the way it handles its DC Comics movies going forward. They've decided to throw them right into the fire <laughs> instead of finishing them. Giving oversight of the projects to a pair of executives and creating a, de- a dedicated division for the films. Current executive VP John Berg and Jeff Johns, uh, DC's chief content officer, will co-run DC Films. Berg was already working on the BVS, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and Justice League. Uh, comics writer turned executive Johns, meanwhile masterminded with showrunner Greg Bertlanti, the ascension of the shows like Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl. Now, Johns is not leaving DC, uh, but adding film to his portfolio. Uh, with Bergen Johns, Warner Brothers is attempting to unify the disparate elements of the DC movies with a seasoned film exec and a comics veteran that together can hopefully emulate the way Marvel Studios has produced its films under the vision of President Kevin Feige. Uh, Bergen Johns will become producers on the Justice League movies. Uh, the muted reception of Batman vs. Superman from a box office and critical point of view is the flashpoint for the changes. The shuffle as well as Berg and John's new positions, come as other changes are being implemented on the DC movies. For example, Affleck was recently made executive producer on Justice League, upping his creative involvement when it comes to all things Batman and perhaps beyond. Suicide Squad recently... What, what, what? No, you, you're, you're hearing things you want to hear that's not happening. No, <laughs> you think. <laughs> they, talk, they've talked about that. What, what, what's your question? He wants her to be a Batman Beyond movie. Oh yeah, you yeah. said he, Batman. He, oh yeah, and he's partially there. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, okay. that's what it's talking about. <clears throat> They're hinting at it. This is you Batman guys are too blind to read between lines. <laughs> this, this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood reporters' words. Trust me, they're not hinting at it. I don't know. Suicide. We'll believe it when we hear it in Latino review. You're right, you right. That's or the, the vulture. One, the one that is a source. damn good janitor spy. Suicide Squad <laughs> recently went under additional photography. Multiple sources say it was not to add humor to clear up the issues. 
Uh, sources say it was Suicide Squad that escalated John's involvement in DC movies. He was already co-writing the next Batman standalone with Affleck and that he is involved in the film's post-production. So they have taken on, finally, the Marvel model of having a head idea person to run it all. Huh. People who give a fuck about the movies. And that too. Because, I mean, Jeff Johns is DC Comics in the way that Fige pretty much is at Marvel. Yeah, I wish man. them the best. Good luck pulling it out of the fire. That's the thing, is how do you backpedal from the garbage fire that they've got so far? Oh, you just... Eh, you just Reset? No, I think, no, no, no. No, okay. no, no. no yeah, you so just, you think Cavill stays on as soups? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's I, not, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. All yeah, the casting will stay recast. the same. I think you're going to see a tonal change going forward. I think you're going to... Do you hopefully see that characterization? Yeah. I don't think, build. Paul. I don't think there's anything wrong with Cavill. It's what what people are I not either. I think, but but it's like, the writing and the directing choices, right? But he suffered through all that, and I feel like it's. I mean, what was wrong with uh, Garfield? I thought his Spider Man was great, but I didn't even well, see the second yeah, movie. Because but that, been, but that's also part of the whole Marvel. Uh, Sony, Sony. Yeah. transition and crossover. This is all. It's all staying in. They're just. I, I think yeah, these people yeah. already own this. Yeah, property. he he's staying. He's staying in. Okay. And it's. I think that if they they move in 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 the right direction, a lot of people are going to get the Superman they're wanting mm-hmm. out of Cavill. They'll, and, and Cavill and Affleck were fine in the roles. It's just yeah, the stuff around them didn't work. The the story didn't work. The yeah. Worked all the, mood, the way. The mood to, didn't work. It worked all the way to over a billion dollars. So whatever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, I want, and, and it cost them a billion. The crazy have thing to make. is, Batman vs Superman was, I I enjoyed it a little. Mm-hmm. But when I went back and watched Superman of Steel, I didn't like it as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it made me hate it. It's weird. It made you hate the Batman Superman. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <clears throat> all right. Made well. me like it less because I was just seeing. Because you don't like same, the world that they built. Well, I was just seeing the same shit from Superman. And it's like, are you just dumb? Are you Superman just a dumb dumb? Okay. All right. Superman's just a dumb dumb who was raised by an asshole. <laughs> I mean, Jonathan Kent is a real toolbox in that fucking film. That's, that's guess, been one guess, of the, the arguments. I guess you could just let everybody die. I mean, why not? I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. <laughs> See, I don't, never, don't. I'm see, gonna stay I, here. I, in this, I know that's how people. Some people interpret it. That's this, not how I see that scene. I know what he's what they were trying for, but it failed. There are better ways to do that than a bus full of babies. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> also, you wanted to protect his identity and his powers. What would the world do to him if they knew what? You can't. Stop how would Superman. the world you can't, see him? If he moves that faster too. than light, that that too. But he I mean, jumps and grabs his dad and jumps back, and three people go, "What the fuck is that?" I don't know. It was a tornado, asshole. There's bigger news today. You're basically involved. There's bigger news today. Yeah. What's We're the not, government gonna do to you? Who even? Yeah, right. It's all. It's so bad. It's so stupid. So fucking bad. Anyways, go ahead. Not I do. Why can't he just be a hero? From the, I think from the we'll get there. Ugh, three <laughs> fucking movies to make Superman a hero? Superman. Superman. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Took three to make him not for the Reeves stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, he was a hero in four. 
Maybe not the one we needed, <laughs> but the one we deserved. <laughs> Nuclear well, Man. Well, here's the thing. If you compare that to Iron Man, I mean, Iron Man, yes, you have the, the whole origin and hero's journey, but that was expected to be a one-off. That wasn't a world-building thing. That was The thing at the end was a test. As this, all films should be. But not that's you, not how it works anymore. No. Yes, it does. If your film can't stand alone... It is not a good film. Oh no 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 no! Dude. I, I, what, I, name, I name one that name one that that that, that, that is. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Yeah, that movie by itself is the best of all and needs nothing beside I, I it or in front of it. No, no, you, you need, need you that need introduction of characters. No, no, and I will also say Civil War is exactly that. Nope, it's still Civil a War great movie by itself. Civil I, War may be a little bit more. Maybe a little bit more does need a little bit of the backstory. And I also we'll wonder, tackle like, that later. We were talking about how long does it take for Superman to become the hero uh, in the first Superman film, and I wish Biggs were here because he could probably tell me when he goes as a late teenager to the Arctic Circle, and then the Fortress of Solitude is created. How long is he there? Because you go that flash from mm-hmm. the one actor to Reeve, so right. clearly he's been there a few years. It, clearly, a few years have passed, so. Sure. How long is it? Because he looks like he's in his late 20s when he comes out and becomes Superman. Sure. So, they, they then he's I mean, is, is it going to take time for him to become the hero? I, and I and that's the story that, that Man yeah. of Steel pretty much tells, is that, yeah. that fade in and out of that movie. <sighs> Not that it fits or, in that Or tries to. But they yeah. try, exactly. <clears throat> and there are moments where you're like, rock and roll, but then it just... <laughs> On the Marvel side, Michael B. Jordan is going to join the cast of Black Panther, which already includes Chadwick Boseman in the title role as possibly Lupita Nyong'o, once again mentioned, as Panther's love interest. Uh, Black Panther will mark Jordan and Ryan Coogler's third collaboration after their 2013 breakthrough Fruitvale, Fruitvale Station and last year's Creed. So. Okay. So that, that combo still is still see, working. I still want to see Creed, but I'm I'm holding out for the giant mega Rocky box set. So you think Creed's going to be part of that? Oh yeah. No, of course yeah. I guess because Stallone's so, in it. Yeah. Yeah. So Michael B. Jordan is going to jump from a like, failed Marvel last... reboot to the proper Marvel sure. Cinematic Universe. Well, it worked for Chris Evans. There That's you know. true. And That's true. It also says a lot as to where they probably feel that particular line of movie is going. Yeah. Fantastic Four will well, not have that Well, the sequel's been put on indefinite hold. Sure. So, well, they're, they're still, but, you know, I just saw an interview this week that they're still talking about moving forward with the they'll next They'll never one. do it. Prob- in fact, probably in fact keep- that producer even said he wants to have that exact cast back. I'm like, good luck now. They'll never do it. Marvel yeah. killed that book to kill that franchise. That That is, but how do you feel about that? Christine? But it is Fox, so they're going to go forward. About- Marvel Putting the kibosh on FF. Uh, you know, I mean, were you a big Fantastic Four? Reader? I was. I was no. never a huge Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. I, I got a lot you of are. Kirby Lee. Uh, I back got issues. deep into it during Ultimates. Yeah, well, Ultimate, that was a good run. That was that was very cool. And there's that still very, a lot of cool. stuff out of that that's feeding into the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now. Yeah, but I mean, also, you know what, dude? It really a lot of it just boils down to its comics. Three, it's business. four years from now, it's going to be different. Agreed. Kill the book because three, four years from now, we're going to get. And, you know, the book is dead to sort out the film thing. Right. Well, then eventually the book's coming back. Yeah. Because eventually we'll get the film thing sorted out. 
and Fox yeah. never wants to let go of their licenses, so there's going to be another Fantastic Four film mm-hmm. sometime well, in the very uh, near future, because you know, yeah. otherwise they, they the rights revert back to Marvel. Yeah, they'll the, call in Corman the and producer, have him knock out one. The producer said they've learned their lesson. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, they haven't learned shit. I'll wager anything. They put it all on Trank's soldiers, and they just continue to... I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, I mean, from the jump, he was eating that one. Oh, like, yeah. He was screaming and crying yeah. months before the release, like, this is not my movie! Yeah. <laughs> God, they're ruining me! Yeah. <laughs> he was mm. so upset. Uh, speaking of upset, let's get the sad news... Done. Darwin Cook. Oh, yeah. One of the most celebrated comic book writers and artists of his generation. He passed away overnight at his home in Florida. He was 53. Insane. Right? There's cancer. Uh, Cook's first comics, uh, his work dates back more than three decades, but his breakthrough with superheroes didn't happen until the early 90s when he joined producer Bruce Timm's team at Warner Brothers Animation. After working as a storyboard artist on both Batman and Superman animated series, he created the iconic main titles for Batman Beyond. His most famous work in the, is the comic miniseries The New Frontier, a story that redefined the way we look at the Silver Age superheroes and became indispensable to readers who wanted to know the history of the DC Universe. Cook was one of the most acclaimed comic writers of his age, winning 13 Eisner Awards, for his penciling, writing, lettering, and design work. Holy smokes. Man. And that he Justice League New Frontier animated, based off of his yes. work, is fantastic. It really is. Yeah, I popped that one in again on the night, the day he passed. Oh, yeah. Good way to honor him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess. It's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, that DC animate, animation is awesome. It really, It's a really great one, and... All oh, just st- all of them. That's all what I mean. Like, why yeah. the fuck? Like that. Like, I, like I said before, that new. Ju- have you guys seen it since the Justice League versus uh, no. Teen Titans yet? Not yet. Not yet. Not oh, not for yet. fuck's sake! It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so. It buries. It buries Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. Buries them. Character development, rich, fun, fun. It's so fun, so adventurous. <laughs> what the? Why? why how? Who, who sees these and goes? Ah, let's let somebody else do the live action. What the, what the fuck? Is there still that disconnect? Oh yeah, I think so. They yeah. still yeah. just don't understand yeah. that. Yeah. Now still the animated is still the kids stuff. The fucking god damn it! It's not even. It's so adult. That new frontier is super adult. Wasn't one of the uh, the Batman. The more recent Batman ones, PG thirteen. I mean, I know Killing yeah, Joke yeah, is yeah. supposed to be R. Yeah, a lot of them are. Yeah. Well, see, maybe this is what it's taking. This is the transition, and maybe son of son of sad, but you know, maybe this will get a lot more yeah, attention on New Frontier again, and people will go, "Oh, this is gripping, maybe and dark." I mean, it starts off with with Hal Jordan bailing out into North Korea and having to shoot a North Korean in the head to live. It's dark. Yeah. The blood flies all over Green Lantern's face. That's dark. It's dark as fuck. Hmm. Yeah. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <sighs> Why can't they let the good people do stuff? <laughs> and other DC news. <laughs> Shit. Supergirl will join the rest of Greg Berlanti's 
Arrowverse, which currently includes The Flash, Arrow, and DC's Legends of Tomorrow on the CW. With the recent crossover episode between Supergirl and The Flash proving super popular with the fans, this is a move that will offer plenty more crossover opportunities now that they're all on the same network. All I want to see right. and is on the same Supergirl Felicity stuck in an elevator crossover. And then after that, she goes, I could have flown us out of here anytime. <laughs> She's like, I'm glad you didn't. Right? Well, I, not I to know. mention the crossovers. They're going to be shot in the same, you know, geographical vicinity. So, yeah, they're all, they're, they're all going to be they're all Canadian. Yeah. Well, but yeah, but they're all going to shoot like, in the same. They're not on the same lot because they're like one sixth of our show. It's Canadian. Well, I should say part of it is on the same lot, but like a lot of the exterior <laughs> shots are done in different areas. So. Oh, that's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Geek shock. One sixth Canadian. Well, gentlemen, it's only a couple of times a year. What? That we oh. get to do this. Oh. <gasps> Wait, so we're not going to talk Civil War before oh, we Oh, oh we're, we're still going to talk Civil War. Oh, okay. I just uh, want to make sure it's at the end of the show. Oh, okay. So people who haven't seen it yet can tune out, come back from the oh, I see. Um, so this segment, pretty popular. But I think I Not, not only between the fans, but also with us. It's Red Light, Green yeah. Light time, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! That's what I thought it was. Pilots have been picked up. Joy. Shows have been announced. Uh, before we go into our own, I do want to mention one that was actually greenlit by most of us, if not all, was picked up for series. ABC picked up Kevin Williamson's pilot, Time After Time, to series, which yes, sees H.G. Wells pursue Jack the Ripper across time, uh, based on the 1979 novel by Carl Alexander, which speculated what might happen if H.G. Wells had built a real time machine. And and the movie with uh, Malcolm McDowell, Malcolm McDowell and, uh, and David Warner. David Warner, that's absolutely. right. And in, Mary fact, in fact, right? that movie yep. will serve as the springboard for this series. Oh, sweet. I actually really liked that movie. That's a great movie. But now it's time to choose some new ones, gentlemen. All right. So, All right. So if you haven't heard this before, I have cast these gentlemen as TV and movie executives. They will give the red light to the green or, or the green light to the pitch that I give. Here we go. Wait, and there's get five of us, so there's no need for tiebreakers. Got to get our harumps ready. I didn't get a harump from you. <laughs> All right. Give the governor a harump. Well, the f- the f- first one is the beg. Kevin Smith mm? is bringing back the quirky 19- 1980s classic, The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension, as a new TV series. The original 1984 film was a bizarre mashup of genres featuring Peter Weller as a charismatic rock star neurosurgeon test pilot and his rowdy band of musician adventurers, the Hong Kong Cavaliers, battling interdimensional baddies led by John Lithgow's Lord Warfen, insane leader of the evil Red Lectoroids. That's a fun sentence to read. It yes. just is. Uh, <laughs> directed by W.D. Richter, the screen pl- screenwriter of Big Trouble in Little China, it was a wacky cinematic romp with a comic book sensibility. Now, Kevin Smith explained how MGM approached him with an offer to reboot Buckaroo Banzai for television. This is quoting Kevin Smith. MGM said, We want you to do Buckaroo Banzai! <laughs> oh, teenage jokery. I work for the Wonder Brother now. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why, why did you choose Buckaroo Banzai? Ah, uh, cause uh, he work with the uh, uh, Hong Kong bongadongs, <laughs> the Hong the, Kong Cavaliers, you pagan scum. Work at, I know what to call. I'm a teenage jokery. I come from that area. 
and he's half Japanese. Yep. <laughs> what? Excuse me, I have to write down Hong Kong. Bakura Ponta is half Japanese. Don't just give me that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, he's, he's cracking himself up now uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do <laughs> I don't understand oh the boy. question here we go <laughs> Oh, he needs he his own stroke. He Strap walking, in, ladies and gentlemen. He's walking down the street, and I was like, "Oh, I take you in the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> this area controlled by the Hong Kong Bungadong. <laughs> what? With the Hong Kong Bungadong, motherfucker? <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker! Yeah. You better know where your place is. <laughs> Hong Kong Bungadong, run this street." <laughs> Smith said Hong Kong It's a bunch of Hong Kong fooey is what it is. Ah. Penrific. Could be. You uh. just see a bunch of Yakuza around a table just like who who's invading? The Hong Kong bunk <laughs> What? <laughs> the Hong Kong Bungadong. How many times I gotta say it? Hong Kong Bungadong. Say that five times fast. No. Hong Kong Bungadong, Hong Kong Bungadong, Hong Kong Bungadong, Hong Kong Bungadong. Well, that has it, a nice cadence to it. It's actually real easy to say. We're going to have a good song. <laughs> Hong Kong Bungadong song. Kirsten's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> like a dead cat in a road. You have no idea <laughs> how much Kay and I are into this this, this show. So Hong Kong we will Bungadong? kill you later. Dude. <laughs> This this has gone so far past making fun of Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> making fun of Buckaroo Banzai. Exactly. It's like Andy's sitting here stewing over his mangled show, and I'm like, this this really has nothing to do. It's with not a that show. Is it? It's a movie. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be a show well, the now. Concept is gonna be a show now, baby. Okay. Which I'm. Because I am not only green. I'm hitting that gold button in the middle, whatever that is, so that I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the the automatic. Yeah. Boom. Automatic. Yeah, it's I'm, in. I'm a definite green light too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll throw it out there. I have no idea. Green, green light. light. Green light. <laughs> green light. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Why okay, is let, that, let me, why is let that me say what Kevin there? Smith said just yes. to make you more excited, especially out there listening. Uh, MGM said, hey, we heard you like Buckaroo Banzai. We took Fargo and turned it into a TV show, and it's won awards. And we have another property we want to do with, and we're wondering if you're interested. So I went in and met with those cats, and we talked about what would you do to turn it into a series. I thought you were going to say for a Klondike bar. Ah, he would make would a TV show. Hong Kong bong dong. Would you kill him, man? Okay, I kill him, man. Be easier if you suck Andy's dick. I, that's, right. that's where I draw the run. Uh, <laughs> you're lost, babe. Uh, I'm a Hong Kong bong dong not a Hong Kong... Dong-a-dong. Dong-bonger. Hong Kong suck-a-dong. Yep. I'm not a Hong Kong suck a dong. I'm Hong Kong. This is what happens when you play with your phone. You're too distracted to get the easy ones. Low hanging fruit, Paul. Low hanging fruit. I'm working. I'm, don't mess with my low hanging fruit. I'm multitasking. I'm multitasking. No, you're single tasking. That's the problem. <laughs> so Smith said, Oh my lord, well, I've loved this movie for forever. If you're gonna do that, basically you just do the entire movie for season one. Yep. Then you do. Then season two, you finally do the sequel we've all dreamed about: Buckaroo Banzai versus the World Crime League. 
That's what you got. Green lights across yeah. the board. Yep. Yeah. No real big surprise. And bring there. Billy Vera back. Oh, and there, that was the gold button request right there. Yeah, yeah. Billy Vera. Billy Vera from Billy and the Beaters. Oh. Yeah. Do you think uh, Goldblum Gold will Bloom be in it? Right? No, that was Pinky Carruthers. I wouldn't no. be surprised Sorry. if he like makes while. an appearance in some regard, but he's, not as his character. He said he said that he would. Um, uh, the the thing I saw said that he would offer you know anybody who from the original show who wants to be in it, he'll put in it in some position. And his dream casting is to get uh, Peter Weller as uh, Han Zan. Yeah, oh, as yeah, the villain. As yeah. the villain. That would be a good move. Yeah. So let's try this next one. This next one's a three part, so we'll we'll take it individually because these are all from the three W. Three W. Taking the money away from C-W. my bucket bonsai. Three <laughs> W. Huh? Really, you did that? Are you That's calling awesome. it the three W because there's only three shows worth watching on there? <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> soon to be four. Yeah, Jeff is full of soon them tonight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is spicy blooming onion. Did they, did they take Homeboys in Outer Space off it already? Homeboys in Outer Space. <laughs> oh, God, that show. <laughs> did that show even get a full first season? I don't think so. All right. So CW has picked up three new genre hinted series for next season. Okay. Riverdale is set oh, in... Yeah. <laughs> Set in present day and based on the Archie Comics characters. The series is aiming to put, quote, a surprising and subversive, unquote, spin on Archie, Betty, Veronica, and their friends, exploring the surrealism of small town life, along with the darkness and weirdness bubbling beneath the town's wholesome facade. Oh, and the creators have teased that they might also do some afterlife with Archie-themed eps for Halloween. Oh, well, mm. yeah. so there it is. I guess you can't Riverdale. really do you can't really do a whole afterlife with Archie series because it's basically The Walking Dead with Archie. Yeah. yeah. Although that afterlife with Archie is real fun. Yep. Now that's going to be live action. Is that? But if that's the tone live they're going action. for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if they embrace the weirdness and well, it sounds like they are with the bubbling it, underneath because that's it, not Archie. Well, it's basically it's going to be uh, what's going to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, that's no, exactly what I was thinking. Be, um, I'm trying to remember. There are like three or four shows that are like this. It was um, Buffy Twin the Peaks. Vampire Slayer. Not like the Twin, Twin Peaks is close, but there was a show where there was a where the main character was a cop, and it was this town where weirdness happened oh, all Eureka. the time. Eureka, Haven, no. Erie, Indiana, Haven? Erie, Indiana was one of them. There was another one. It's Tom Skerritt was well, I think in you've it. all made good picket fences. Picket fences. Right it's there, going to be bro. picket fences with Archie. Okay, there's your, your log line. Picket fences yeah, with Archie, gentlemen. Pitch. Red or green? Red. Red as well. I'm not a big Archie fan. Red just because I'm Cause. mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say red just because I'm not an Archie fan either. I'll, so. I'll throw in a green one if they can get David Caruso to make a comeback in it. And save your job if it's good. Yeah! yeah. Gotta take off his glasses. And <laughs> He's got to put his glasses on. Right? David Caruso is old Archie. Right. Now, we talked about the possibility of this happening, but let's put in the red light, green light. Frequency is a reimagining of the 2000 film starring Dennis Quaid about a son who connects to his dead father via a time-traveling ham radio. They're doing a m- series of this? The series focuses on a female police detective in 2016 who discovers she is able to speak via ham radio with her late father, who died in 96. The two work together to solve cold cases, though they soon realize the butterfly effect of messing with the past. Ooh, butterfly effect. I always like that. Is this still a ham radio? I'm guessing this is going to be a police radio, but who knows? So it's going to be like Kit. 
Huh? I don't know. Ghost Kit is Kit. the right right answer. Michael, I'm actually your long lost uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ghost, Michael. Red that light, green is, light. That um, show is I'll so green light. Bad. Yeah, I'll green light. <clears throat> I'll green light every season. We'll see if they pull it off. No, right. red light. Red light from Jeff. Wow, yeah. even with the time travel aspect. Time travel aspect. Green. I know, yeah. It, and that's usually right in my wheelhouse, but no. Paul? I'll green light it. I don't care. Oh, it's, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's happening anyway. Right. Everything here's a moot fucking point. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. As is brought up every time we I do know, this. I know, but I love it. But I love it. It's a good game. It's a good game. And the third one is an original project called No Tomorrow. The series follows a risk-averse female procurement manager like at an Amazon-like distribution center who falls in love with a freewheeling man who believes the apocalypse is imminent. Freewheeling? Freewheeling. And believing the apocalypse is imminent? Just- yes. That's a pretty optimistic... Uh- <laughs> oh, so know. the two strike out... The world's going to end. Let's do anything. So the two yes. strike out to check off everything on their bucket list. There we go. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Chekhov, so Walter Koenig like shows up. Oh, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> You've wow. influenced him negatively. Gross. I have Bastard. a very interesting three-way in mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You're freewheeling? <laughs> Can you tell me where the free wheels are? Oh. Where are the free wheels? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I put a bad taste in Paul's mouth. That's oh. hard to do. <laughs> I know, and this is after we talked about human centipede. <laughs> I'd rather have my mouth strapped to an ass than watch Walter Koenig. <laughs> what about your mouth strapped to Walter Koenig's ass? <laughs> Couldn't yeah. Be. You didn't think it could get worse, did you? It's all cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> or just the consistency of it. Yeah, it's just the consistency of cabbage. I can't ah! help it. Everything I eat becomes the consistency all right, all right, of cabbage. All right, you made me regret doing that. Fine, you win. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll have kimchi tonight. Can't get any worse after it goes through, right? Captain. Captain, I'm sitting on the man's face in this chair. I was wondering what was going on there. Oh, my. I see how you remove the normal chair and you're sitting on a guy. Your pants are down. You're pooping in his mouth. Are you always pooping? Is it a constant poop flow? Oh, hello. (laughs) Sir, I'm reading uh, Human Waste in Mr. Chekhov. (laughs) Chekhov. God damn it. What smells like cabbage? So, gentlemen, red light. Is that your balls? Red Check light, off. green light. Are those your balls, Chekhov? What happened to your balls, man? What happened to your balls? <laughs> They're resting on that guy's chin. He's just enjoying himself right now. Yeah. What happened to your What's between balls? red and green? Chekhov, <laughs> why do your balls look like that? Amber. What's going on? Your balls appear to have a pancake-like outer shell. <laughs> But inside, imagine a pancake filled with an angry troll. <laughs> pancake outer shell. A pancake outer shell. Don't they angry look troll like a, innards. Don't they look like a deep fried chicken thigh? Oh, one of them does. The other <laughs> one is the other one is smooth. Oh, and supple uh, and thick. Chicken skin beanbag. Well, yeah, he got the scrot lift. What? He must have. Hey, Ooh. I know what one, it is. You only had enough money for one side of your asymmetrical scrot lift. <laughs> Asymmetrical scrot lift. That was that, my college band. Yeah, that was my college mistake. ska band. He came in and he he said, "I wanted to. I want a symmetrical 
scrot lift and they gave him an asymmetrical scrot lift. I want asymmetrical scrot lift, please, to be having. Are you sure? Asymmetrical? Asymmetrical scrot lift. Asymmetrical. Who is on first? <laughs> I just want to be clear because you said asymmetrical. I just want to be asymmetrical scrot lift. So to recap, <laughs> no tomorrow is about the freewheeling apocalypse. What happened to my balls? People who I am now just waking up from operation are on the enterprise. Only one has been lifted. <laughs> and a yeah. asymmetrical testicle. Oh um, no! Is at this point, I'm going to green line it. Asymmetrical. <laughs> oh boy! English language. What the fuck, mother? <laughs> what a country! <laughs> what a what a country! Yakov Smirnov is his doctor. <laughs> I only did what you asked for. <laughs> In 20th century Soviet Russia. <laughs> Just give me a color. Red light. One Green. If you have to. <laughs> okay, Purple. So the synopsis like is it's a bucket asymmetrical list. Balls. It's bucket list, the TV series, correct? Uh, yeah, that's a piece of it. Some uh, Red light. But it's also, it's also got a little bit of Highway to Heaven in there. Does it? Double yeah. red light. Yes. <laughs> that's what it will be. The other guy will be all be like, eh, you like Jesus and stuff. Fuck it. <laughs> Red fucking light. That's true. When they're optimistic about the apocalypse, you know Jesus is around there somewhere. <laughs> it is. Whispering Maybe in their ear. Maybe he turns out to be Jesus. Of course. That's you, that way you get the freewheeling sure. apocalypse That's guy. Sure. Jesus, he was freewheeling free yeah. apocalypse guy. Through the money changers out in the streets. That's the twist at the end of season That's one. That's my socialist revolutionary right what there. What a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders Christ. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't care what happens. I want to knock things off my bucket list. Let's go. So let's I've, go have a good time. I've got two red lights on a show that the end is exist. near. What red light, red light, red light. I said green. Okay. Look at my nuts while I'm shitting in this guy's mouth. I said red. Okay, <laughs> a while ago. Everybody gets an equal portion of my shit. And you got two reds for me, right? I, oh, <laughs> absolutely. That was doubled. I think I got time for one more. I have a human scent of penis. Seven penises connected to my original penis. See, I was thinking it was talking. It was a centimeter. Cut one head off. The other one springs up in its place. No, that's That's the hydra penis. (laughs) Hydra penis. That's two spring up in its place. (laughs) It's just a human center penis. I've heard these rumors about me having a hydra penis. You cut off heads off. I would flatly deny them. You cut off heads off. You got an afro penis. (laughs) It's just a bunch of penises stacked on the other one. The throat of penis. Grafted. <laughs> grafted penises. Well, hey, they There's did the first penis transplant this last uh, this last month. So. Hello. There you go. They call me Bernie Clinical Test Sanders. And eight grafted on. Because I want fairness for penises. <laughs> eight penises long am I now. It takes me three hours to get a full erection. And I can paint the ceiling. Seven nation penis? <laughs> a seven nation penis couldn't hold me back. How do you have enough blood in your body for that? Good question. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm passing out. I'm pass- 
Right. <laughs> Jeff, why'd you excite Bernie? I'm only three penises in, and I'm already lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> the sex is great, but he can't remember. No, it. I can't <laughs> remember a thing. He has an infant. Like, he has an infant sewed to his back that he squeezes months ago. Oh, <laughs> whoa! What the hell? What is that? Whoa! I've got like I've got like a uh, too far. What have you sewn on your back? Send it the comments at Ugly Couch Show. Oh. I have a Mad Max like. Blood sack man that I carry around with me. <laughs> when it's time to get hard, I give him a poke. I just need a little top off. <laughs> Stick the thing in. Come your on, neck. I'm Ooh. a dick four. <laughs> four on, more Andy, dicks help to go. Out. Four more dicks to go. Contribute, Andy. Contribute. It's actually nine whole dicks. <laughs> nine oh, dicks them. grafted. Andy, cut a vein. Let's go. Let's get this done. <laughs> Oh, I got a headache from laughing. Oh. <laughs> that's me just getting lightheaded. Oh, no. Your socialist wiener is getting enough blood. <laughs> I hope. Well, there's a little for everybody, right? That's right. And everybody's a little. What? <laughs> that came out wrong. Or did it. Or did it. One of them is a baby's penis. Every penis hidden as much in the as middle of the regular <laughs> size ones. To every penis as much as it can give, and to every other penis as much as it can take. I'm not a communist cock blocker, communist, communist, communist. Talk about your red army. Oh, more of a purple army. <laughs> well, at least the helmets are purple. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> We're going to march on Washington. That's the beast that got Jeff on this whole show. I know. I know. <laughs> it was the I'm collective, proud. It was the, me. The collective uh, skit uh. going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Wieners. Well, expect more red light, green light on next show. But we need to talk about Civil War. So, Yay. if you have not uh. seen Civil War and want to remain unspoiled, this is the end of the show for you. And come back and yeah. listen to the rest of the movie. Andy, step outside. What? Did you uh, still not see it yet, Andy? I saw it. No, he just day. needs to step outside. Oh, now, now did uh-huh. now? I heard this. Was this true? Did this really happen? Did you yes, s- yes. <laughs> what? Yes, he did. <laughs> what I do? He spilled, spilled shit at the Civil War. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> On of Matt. course it is. Of course it's true. And it, it, uh, Paul, uh, it was funny because we set up the seating, and Andy was going to be between me and. Matt and Andy was the last one to arrive, and Matt looked at the empty seat and he's like, "Oh, great! He's just—he's gonna spill! Oh, God damn it!" And sure enough, Andy came waltzing in with his pretzel and his beer because we were at Galaxy, and he set it down in the cup holder, and you hear this, "Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, did I spill on you? <laughs> yes." <laughs> <And> apparently, <laughs> apparently, Matt was so hot, Paulette actually went. What'd she say? Just relax. <laughs> I was like next level angry. Uh, I would be too. Lewis and I the were dying. The movie hasn't even started. I'm stinking like some asshole's beer. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Jesus it Christ. was Guinness. <laughs> That's the worst. What? And he thinks I'm joking. I look at him like, are you serious? I'm I really not. did think he and was joking. And he's like, joking. here, here's one napkin. <laughs> What a class A butthole. You're lucky it was a friend. See, here's the thing. Guinness is the stinkiest beer to spill. Right. And that's the most beer I've seen you spill. Mm. And we were talking about your bucket show before here when he, yeah, Andy he spilled, spilled it the, twice. the Guinness yeah. near... Uh, all over the cords. Yeah, yeah all over the electrical equipment. <laughs> the electrical equipment. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and what was the guy's name? Spadoni staring at him in that monkey mask. <laughs> yeah. Like, with absolute what the fuckery in his eyes. Absolutely. Complete disdain. Benny Bonobo doesn't know what to do with yeah. that. <laughs> and that's the guy that throws and eats and owns his own shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Andy. So, yeah, that's how we, we started We got to design you some kind of a... There is nothing. There is something. It's called a sippy cup. Yes. <laughs> Fine. Would just carry it with you, and, and whenever you order anything, cup. just go. Uh, could you put it in this? That's could you put it in, you an, know, in an Andy cup? Yes, yeah. just, Andy just cup. to let you know, I, I, they used to. I, I hope they still do this at Galaxy. If you ask them for a lid for your beer, they will give you one. Oh, that would just ruin everything, Jeff. <laughs> we can't have that. We can't have that. He puts a lid on it. How does he drink it? Right, exactly. Straw. Oh. You God. don't drink beer with a straw, you barbarian. You do. You have no. to. Yeah, you, you have, have to. to. This is the scenario I want you to think about. Andy pulling the lid off a beer. Yeah. That's why I said straw. Andy putting a straw in the lid on his beer. <laughs> any of it, any of it's dangerous. However, Andy, Andy has lost all rights to use a lidless cup. <laughs> he would here's find, a, he here's would find an himself idea. drinking a lot Maybe more beer. Maybe you don't get a fucking drink. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Gonna de- die of dehydration. Like, oh, Andy's dead. He didn't get his drink. I love how it is weeks <laughs> later and <laughs> Matt is literally still livid about it. I would this. be too, man. I'm he's, like, you know, I'm looking at him like, his he's water not. Angrily. <laughs> he's <laughs> laughing here and there, but he is not me. okay with that scenario. <laughs> Who would be? <laughs> Go, you're going to the Relaxo Theater. And you got yourself stretched out in a. I was relaxed. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> oh man! One of these days you're gonna spill on the wrong motherfucker. You're yeah. gonna be shot. Yeah. <laughs> spill your Guinness. No. Get shot. Actually, you know, <laughs> open that's, carry, bitch. That's the thing. It won't happen. If he's gonna get shot, it's gonna be one of us. Because if he spills on a stranger, the stranger's gonna go. It's okay. Accidents happen once in a while. Right. And everyone who knows Andy's like, yeah, right. Us for like, you motherfucker. Why didn't you tape that shut? Where you, we we gotta save up and get him a camel bag. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. Then there's no possibility of spillage. He'll but find the, a way, uh, dude. He'll forget it's on his back and Just he'll slam down himself down on his chair, <laughs> which will explode. bust it open, and that's a lot of liquid. <laughs> As Doctor Grant said, Paul, life finds a way. Life does find a way. <laughs> Andy finds I mean, a way. Honestly, that is what's going on. Andy's just feeding just the sh- microbes of the universe with his. Klutziness. He's, he's, he's my job to water the world. <laughs> Klutz and sluts. <laughs> All right, so let's talk Civil War. Oh Civil yeah, War. that. Yeah, well, first thing Andy spilled on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's your uh, the meme setup they're doing right now. Just have Matt in the first page, Andy on the second uh, page, and the beer, and then Civil, Civil War. War. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So. Talk to me, gentlemen. Your impressions. I like full it. spoiler. Get crazy. You like it? I did. Liked it, it a lot. Great. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Saw it again. What I really did like about this is that this was like we I talked a little bit about earlier the first Marvel movie where you had to have seen the other Marvel movies to really enjoy it fully. If you came into it alone, you you'd get the gist, but this to me was a movie about developing characters going forward uh, advancing people at the beginning were not the same as they were at the end this was moving a large story forward this is the middle episode in one season of move it wasn't television so and a very important one at that 
I like how the things were small that were affecting people. It was a huge blowout, but the stories that were told, the the real fight, the thing that made people really angry, the especially at the end, was a small thing. I mean, a big thing in a person's life. Mm-hmm. Personal. Yeah, personal. This wasn't a world-ending event. If right. we don't stop X... All will be destroyed. Well, you know, and, and, and the nice thing, the, the, the interesting thing about uh, metaphors is it was a world-ending event. It ended the Avengers Yes, and world. that's why I feel this is the actual Avengers too. Yeah, yeah. This uh, Avengers was about this group coming together. This was about that same group falling apart. This is the actual Avengers too. Yeah, yeah. But you need the Avengers 2 Ultron storyline to make it work. Sure, sure. Yeah. This is both the Avengers 3 and Captain America 3. The, sure. As we were yeah. saying, it's, I mean, it's, it's Bucky's arc. It's, it's Avengers really 2.5. It's one long story talking about Bucky. It, it, it is. And again, <clears throat> it's a Captain America movie that was the main character in it, but everybody's character moved forward in yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Vision, Wanda, everybody moved forward. Everybody's got something going. Super good. Uh, all, uh, War Machine. I mean, these all yeah. characters yeah. moved Man. forward. My husband, Don Cheadle. Yeah. And I love him so much. He, he's, yeah. So that was I, you standing behind him, helping him walk, learn to walk again. Earlier this week, <laughs> I had a discussion him. because I was just kind of sitting there kind of stewing over the fact that all the Avengers movies, Avengers movies, all Marvel movies so far, and all superhero movies really, have uh, been, the ending is... Good guy punches get bad guy the end. That has what it's always been thus far, and this movie did not do that. This was a bad guy manipulating people. Yeah, there was punching at the end, but it was the bad guy got was, caught, but he didn't get away. It was yeah, it's good guy yeah, punches he, good guy. He got guy. what he wanted. He succeeded, and making it Baron Zemo was an interesting choice. That was very weird. Interesting. Weird. It worked. Yeah, yeah, and and could lay forward a Thunderbolts going forward. Yeah, that's a possibility. Haven't they talked about Taskmaster coming into the mix soon? I've heard something about Taskmaster. He just popped up in the latest uh, six-inch figure line. Okay, that usually because Baron Zemo was in two years ago mm-hmm. in the okay. six-inch figures. Maybe not even that long. And I like Baron Zemo. And of course, being Baron Zemo, uh, if you're not familiar with him, he is is one of the main villains for Captain America, thus making it a Captain America movie. No, that was what was in the pinball game. He's all over the pinball game. Oh, yeah. That's right. So I really liked it. Like I said, I put it third in my favorite Marvel movies thus far. Wow. And high praise. It's up there. It's good. It's It's fifth for me. And that middle battle, the actual civil war on the airport, mm. brilliant action scene after brilliant action scene, and seeing Ant Man as Giant Man yeah, made my scene. heart just grow yeah. four sizes. That was great. That yeah. was the crazy thing about that one was that was straight up spoiled with the Lego set. Was it? Was it? Yeah. If you go, if I didn't see the Lego set. Wow, I'm, I'm lucky. I, I'm glad I didn't see that. Because I'm yeah, always, I'm always hunting toys. Right. And the Lego set has. A giant man in it. You you are in serious danger when yeah. you go to Toys R Us, Mister. This is not wow. the first time you've been spoiled. Oh, yes. Toys <laughs> Toys R because because I don't watch any previews. Yeah, but Toys can, will kick your butt. Toys, well, Toys gave that piece away. I knew that was coming, which is fine. I'm, I was okay with, it, but it's just funny. I saw somebody else on Twitter put that up there too. It's like I just got spoiled by a Lego box. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite still with Paul and the toy spoilage is still got to be his stupid Django Fett character 
and uh, at the T-Bird Lounge years ago. It was Anakin. But you no, it was wait, you had Anakin too, where his arm popped Anakin, off. Yeah, maybe it was. But Jan- you opened Django you opened Django from. first, and his head popped off, and you were like, "Mother, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember." And he's that like, story. he's like, "There's, there's a magnet. What the fuck?" Oh yeah. And then right after that was when you opened Anakin, and his arm popped off. Yeah, and, and I was like, like, "Oh god damn it!" Yeah. Well, he's gonna buy a broken toy one day and refuse to watch a movie because he thinks it's so fucked up. Oh boy. Yeah, it was, it was, I really, really, really did enjoy it. Of course, um, the whole Spider-Man and Black Panther, I'm really excited for the both greatest, those movies. Some of the greatest incarnations of both characters. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I definitely agree. Uh, I think this is, I felt uh, the Black Panther character was, for, for me, the first time he's an intriguing character, because I always felt like he was kind of, you know, kind of blah in the in the comics. Don't lie, because he's black. Jesus no, racist, son of a bitch. Just, <laughs> just should, he was always read. kind of a side character. And they didn't matter. really delve into his... It, well, it's funny, because uh, T'Challa kind of suffers from the Superman complex yes. in that he's the Boy Scout. He is. He's even more, a boy, more of a Boy Scout than Cap. Right, True. so it's it, because can, he comes from a utopian society, right. That still exists. He's not even like Superman comes right. from a destroyed utopian sure. yeah, land. Yeah, yeah. But Wakanda is like you'd never leave if you didn't have to. Once in a while, some asshole steps up and challenges you for the crown. That's about it. Now, Everything else is great, but that that run that was done by um, uh, Ramitas Junior. Recently, mm-hmm. that was excellent. If you want to okay. read, okay. if you want to read some good Black Panther, say I actually I really enjoyed Black Panther's arc in the Civil War comic book. Right? Yes, yeah, Which, that's what you were but mentioning that was, earlier. You know, that was a marriage to Storm part of the X Men, so you can't do anything like that. Right. With this, but that was a great, intriguing storyline. Probably one of my favorite side storylines of the Civil War. In fact, I think they did. They did the yes. I'm, I'm yes. There's the animated comic. Of Black Panther. That's right. When they yeah, did, when they yeah, rebooted yeah. the comic, and that's that's that story. That's John Romita Jr.'s. Yeah, that one was actually pretty good. I think we watched that at your place a while back. That would make sense. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, that one actually was pretty good too. So yeah, the two new characters, Black Panther, Spider Man, both good. Yeah. Spider Man was really good. Yeah, that kid's hit it. That, <laughs> it's I'm like, we don't so usually talk forward. during the the fight. <laughs> <laughs> right. Perfect. Yeah, and so a, and he's nailing and it. He's nailing him, it. Him and uh, Downey and, back and, and that and all that. Oh. so funny. And that's one because th- you talked about favorite characters. I didn't mention mine. Mine is Iron Man, but n- not because of the, the humor, which is great and so on, but he is almost the most uh, Shakespeareanly tragic character of the Marvel Universe, mm. in my opinion, just because he has these great ideas, but he's also very strapped by his over-emotionalness. That his, his his want and needs he his his mentality hasn't grown up to his intelligence, sure, and that's what causes all the problems. Ultron and the fact that he couldn't see past his the death of his parents to see what was really going on. He that was just shielded. He and never really grew up. You know what a great actor Downey is when he can make you feel like he truly is crushed that Gwyneth Paltrow isn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that wow. is the that is a Herculean acting effort right there. Now no, we talked about it a <laughs> little bit. Even accepting the steaming of the badge, <laughs> <You know? laughs> the steaming of the badge. 
That's why she couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm steaming my vag for a Gloop article. <laughs> I am glad. Goop, 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 goop. For once, I'm glad something's over my head. Don't explain it. <laughs> what, it's only vag? over your head if you under on the ground under my stuff. Check with out. my steamer. Uh, we talked about it a little Ste- bit she last week. Steamed her vag. Oh, she she not she didn't. Steam no, we didn't her talk vag. about you're, that. You're explaining. She is very much a proponent of and getting trying to get everyone to steam their vages. <sighs> Now they've explained it, and I know. So, yeah. so for the third try here, I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but I did like where Aunt May is, you know, yeah. a believable age for, for Peter's aunt. Oh, my God. Easy, Paul. Aunt May, I. Now, you're right. That felt like an ant. Yeah. Hot ant, but... Yeah, and, that, and they even brought like, it up in the yeah. film. He's like, he's like, you're 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 an ant. It's yeah. like we come in all sizes, Tony. Yeah, and just her playing off of Downey, the whole thing when uh, he's eating her shitty cake. Yeah, <laughs> Peter is talking to the t- to uh, Stark, and she's sitting right next to him, and she's like reacting and communicating on her own level. I really enjoyed watching a lot of that, and then the end scene. I'm actually looking. F- I'm. I'm really looking forward to the Spider-Man. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're all gonna watch the Spider-Man movie for a change. Have we heard even just a font? Anything for that, about the bad guy excited. and all that? Not uh, yet. The only thing Keaton is out. Keaton, yeah, <clears throat> Keaton was being dropped. It's sounding from the casting. They no. might be going for Vulture. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Who's he? Who's he being courted by? DC now again? Who would uh, Keaton. Keaton? Keaton? I don't know who, if he's being courted by any superhero films right now. Oh, Keen's kind of doing his own thing right now. Yeah, he can do whatever. He's he doing wants. Birdman too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I, really. I, was like, I didn't hey, either. Just, Everybody was telling me how great a film it was, so I, I went know, in there like go the, expecting, oh, okay, this is going to be awesome, and I was just kind of like, it's meh. a filmic achievement. I just don't know if I liked it. I, I, I get just, that. I can get. That. I, I think that's it. Meh. It had some really. It really pulled technically off, amazing. Yeah, it pulled off some technical feats, but I just didn't really care for it. Yeah, another one of those. Shitty things happening to shitty people. Whoopie do. Who fuck cares? Also, maybe a little too close to the bone as an <laughs> egomaniacal actor myself. Yeah, just like maybe that's why I like maybe it's because I was close to that bone. Never really got into the whole theater side of uh, <laughs> the weird act. part about the movie about about um, Civil War though. A lot of the comedy takes place during the big battle. I mean, that's some of the funniest stuff is the fight. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Well, which is have- also some of the biggest drama. Sure, and you I'm also have conscience. the we don't two talk very funniest often. characters thus far in the MCU: Spider-Man, brand new, and Ant-Man, who's already yeah. shown his comedic side. Right, dude. Where he picks up, I thought it was a water truck. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good. Or when he when he's big and he um, swings the truck and War Machine pretty much takes it out. It's like, it's like whiffs it. And, and sure, there was a lot of just it's big, like, just smashing, but there was. A lot of really creative things happening in that mm-hmm. battle that I just every time I turned around, I was That's like, "I'm r- my eyes and brain are really happy in this." Did you guys see the little um, uh, tip of the hat to uh, Arrested Development? No, everybody keeps saying that. I did not see this. What is? It was on the tarmac. Yeah, their their stair car was on the tarmac. Was it their stair mm-hmm. truck? Okay, the, Bl- the Bluth stair truck. Nice. The name's That's painted cute. out, but the the color scheme is exactly the one from the. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, oh, okay. Silly, but I, what I was really surprised is I really enjoyed the character of Winter Soldier. Yeah, in this mm-hmm. because that's one thing. 
struggle against something you have no control over? Here's something that was really weird going into this movie for me. This was the first movie that I watched in this series mm-hmm. that I felt obligated to see for this show. That I really wasn't excited. You weren't interested in going to see it. I wasn't excited. Really? And now and it's I, your favorite. And, before, and prior to, I'm like, am I finally getting superhero fatigue? Uh, but of course, after it started and it's so exciting and, and everything moving in, and I'm like, no, I'm great. I'm in. I'm everything's fine and happy. But yeah, I, I've watched it and made sure I watched it for this show. Yeah. Well, maybe that's my problem because I liked a lot of elements of the film, but as a whole, I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah, you were kind of middling I, about I, it. I, yeah, I, I just, it. I, I literally feel like it was okay. In fact, it's the wow. first Marvel film that I've watched that I haven't felt like I need to go see it again right away. I, I'm almost sitting here thinking I'm going to wait till it comes out on, on home video. So this is I haven't seen a Marvel film twice in the theater. Uh, this is oh, the f- like every one yeah, of them. Yeah, you've seen every one. Well, I take that back. Uh, Thor The Dark World I did not see mm-hmm. twice in the theater. But this is kind of the first one I'd consider seeing again. You didn't, see, you didn't see Guardians more than once? Nope. Wow. Oh, I saw Guardians like three I times. See, I it see them all mostly freaking. just once. I don't think I see them. But I mean, I, I don't do that for any movies. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, didn't I do it for Star Wars. I, I don't really. Do, I the last movie I did it for was uh, Chris, on Star Wars. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull because my parents wanted to see it. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'd already that. seen it. And I just wanted to go oh, along God. with my parents to see a movie. Terrier Speaking of Star Wars, did you see the... Uh, the, um, the Rogue One? No, no. The uh, Photoshop of... Uh, what's his name? Um, is it Sebastian Shaw? What's the, what's the guy who plays... Uh, Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan, yeah. Playing uh, old, uh, young Luke. Sebastian, oh, yeah, that was Sebastian really... Sebastian Shaw is an X-Men villain. You're right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Kevin Bacon there. Yes. <laughs> Although, it, it's Shaw. funny, because that picture... Luke Skywalker, it, it, leader of the Hellfire Club. <laughs> that, gets, uh, that gets a little tempered by the fact that apparently the guy who does that, he that's actually a regular thing he does, a lot of face mashups and okay. stuff. He kind of photoshopped it in because some um, he he played with it a bit and kind of made it more okay. Lukeish because somebody actually took a an a, a untouched Sebastian Stan picture, put it over the same Luke picture, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's Sebastian Stan in a Luke wig. He <laughs> <laughs> could still probably pull it off. My though. name is Luke. It, wig. it would be it. Yeah, he could. I live on Luke's anyway. head. <laughs> I make you look like Luke. I am your new hair instead. What? If you, I'm doing, my name is Luke Wig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You hear something late at night, some kind of wampa, some kind of fight. Just get out of that frozen cave. Just get out of that frozen cave. I didn't hear you. What? Just get oh. out of that frozen cave. <laughs> my name is Luke Wig. <laughs> so until next time. <laughs> uh, I float in the back to tank. I thought that song sm- smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> Score one for Andy. Very nice. Anything else you want to talk about Civil War? <laughs> Go see it, everybody. Yeah. Absolutely. See it again. Keep pushing it in DC's face. Here we go. <laughs> nerd fight. Nerd fight. There's no, you can be only one. <laughs> you see this? You see this? You see what you're doing? You said it wrong. You have to say it like, there can be only one. Oh my god, that guy, that fucking. I'm Raiden. <laughs> I'm an Oriental. Can't you tell? It's not about death, but life. <laughs> Fuck! I wish I was better. Oh. I'm really bad. I just wish you weren't using Tracy Walter's voice. 
There you go. It's a decent Lambert. No, no. Lambert was using Tracy oh. Walter's voice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. What's your Lambert voice? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And, of course, you'd like Dan Jolly's book, Grey Widow's Walk. Just email with the subject line, Grey Widow's Walk, to comments at UglyCouchShow.com. The winner will be chosen at random two weeks from now. I've already done it. No, Come and get a prize. Big surprise. And until next week. I am Master Torgo. Asymmetrical nutsack. Hades <laughs> Jeff. Commander K. Fact Jack Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. We should really move this seating arrangement a little mm-hmm. further. Why don't Commander K, why don't you move over this solo chair that, that Matt's in? And Matt will move you right next to Andy. Hey, and I could drink more. There you go. Uh, Hell no. Uh, this would be my last show. All right, so talk to you guys later. I think it you just said fun. shut your ignorant mouth to me. It was fun. Shut your ignorant, ignorant cup. Shut your, shut your ignorant, ignorant cup. Close your ignorant cup. Cover your ignorant drinks. Oops. God damn it. I'm sorry. They're saying sorry. I make you moist. I get it. Oh, oh. oh, he did it again. Oh. Second point for Andy. <laughs> Dude, Burn. Uh, just got done saying how wrestling is imploding. I'm just reading uh, Undertaker might actually be calling it quits. Yeah, it's about time. Is he really just right. had enough or is just that, 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 that age and pain it's all that. threshold? It's all that. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 shit. Good thing. Uh, I remember this real quick. I posted this up on uh, Ugly Couch and oh, in uh, the, the Shock novel. Monkeys. But yes, my friend Amanda Denning, her husband, uh, just wrote a book called Warlock Holmes, A Study in Brimstone. And so it's sort of a mashup of Sherlock Holmes and magic and that kind of thing. I saw that and was immediately interested. It yeah. just came out... Uh, today. Do you know the press? Huh? Do you know who's released it? What publisher? Uh, well, I've got it on here for um, what do you call it? Amazon. I've got the Amazon link. Okay. Uh, well, you know you can get it on Amazon. That that's, is that's three. That's points enough for Andy. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I don't know the publisher. That's terrible. That three I love. <laughs> I would. I would be so interested in reading that. If but I wasn't taken over my whole life by Joe Hill's new book, The Fireman. I hear oh. you. Um, but if you uh, give some reviews, if you read it and put some reviews up ah. on uh, Goodreads, Amazon, and Barnes and Noble, wherever, um, they're gonna like chalk up points for everybody. Titan books, Paul. There you go, Titan books. Sweet. They're gonna chalk up points, and whoever accumulates the most points for putting the word out about the book will get a free autographed copy of the audiobook version. Oh, that's fun. Cool. Which is pretty cool. But uh yeah, I mean Amanda is very cool. She um helped me out a ton during my improv days uh playing piano for us, doing okay. improv keyboards as well as playing and being an improviser as well. She's a sweetheart and uh I'm sure this is going to be a fun book. So she's lo- she local. I yeah, yeah. Okay. This so, is a, this is both of them are they're Vegas locals, so yeah. this is a Vegas production. So one more time, the title and the author: Warlock Holmes by G. S. Denning. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Go nice. find it. Yeah, and and you can find the links on on, a, on Facebook, on uh, Ugly Couch Show, on Facebook, and on uh, the uh, 
Shock Monkey's lair. If anyone would be so kind to retweet and share that, it would be much appreciated by my friends. So, Because just like the help you guys gave me with uh, Crispa Puss, it, I know it's very hard to get the word out for a book. There's, it sure is. There's a lot of fucking I'll probably go there. ahead and just go ahead and buy it and just keep it on my Kindle to be read later. Exactly. Yeah. That's kind of the way to go. <laughs> I've got mine in the queue right now. Next time I buy stuff on Amazon, it's going to You need like through. a national emergency so you can get caught up when you're reading. Like every, everyone stay home. Everybody stay I home. Do. No power. Just, okay, now I can get it. But they don't break If it weren't for this show, I'd read so many books. <laughs> it's like, who yeah, good? The, the yeah, bombs you, are on their you, way. I can read. Yeah, you only read 30, 30 or 40 a week. I mean, imagine without this show. And I'd like to say, for the record, gentlemen, this is the first over two-hour podcast that I've done. done. Yeah, I yeah. saw that a long time. The first. Oh, I was going to say, not the first. In a long Circle time. Circle an extra while, block then. when you're looking for your parking on your commute, mm. folks. <laughs> find it, or, or find go to a an, lot that the parking is not ample. Or just, or just tweet Jeff. He'll let you know what's up. Or go to another state. Uh, just drive to another state. Uh, Park there. I'm going to be doing uh, that on Fridays. What? Are you going to be doing it? Oh, that's right. Driving to another state. Oh, the, the thing. Secret the thing. thing. Secret thing for next week. What? Jeff's thing. Who is she? Jeff's secret thing. The end.